Why this fool got more comics than a motherfucker? Hello and welcome to MCMF. My name is Marcus. I've read too many comic books in my life and I've decided to ruin all my personal relationships by making all my friends read those comic books. Joining me on this episode, uh, the Earth 616 version of me, or am I the Earth 1610 version of him? It's Manny. Uh, it's me. Yeah, I, I don't know who came first, but we're here. Well, we you, here. mathematically. Mathematically, yes, but <laughs> we are going, if we are going by comic book logic, that might not be true. Yeah, this might be a this might be a, a weird kind of X Man Nate Gray kind of thing. Exactly, and like like maybe Ke- maybe you're my dad. I don't know. <laughs> maybe this is like a Shatterstar. <laughs> my exactly. Shatterstar in your lug shot. What's happening here? I, I stopped trying to figure out a long time ago. Shatterstar yeah, I'm just vibing being- with it. Shatterstar being his own grandfather is fucked up, but we're not here to talk about that. Could we be are, worse. It could yeah. be like that Miss Marvel shit. Which thing? Uh, the the time where she got impregnated by her own son from the future. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, comic books are so fucked up. Why did why did I do this show? Why did I come uh, up with this idea? Look, exactly. You know what? I'm gonna but make yes, somebody read that. I don't know who, but we'll figure oh, it out. Oh god. Uh, Just name, names in a hat. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah. L- luck at the draw. That's throwing names at a board. Make exactly. Fletcher read that. Oh, God. <laughs> He'd hate that. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, so we are here to talk th- for this episode about Spider-Man Back in Black, a kind of one of the defining Spider-Man stories of the 2000s. Yeah, because like, I was, think- was thinking that- about what we we could talk about, mm-hmm. and the the only thing that I was like, it has to be back in black. Like, yes, it has to be. Like, granted, like there are like tons of Spider Man stories, but back in black is I would say back in black is probably like a top ten Spider Man story. Yes, this is, and it works. This is I wrote this down in my notes, but it this story works because of all the other Spider Man stories and what we know about Peter Parker as a person leading up to and since this. And like for anyone who doesn't know, um, Back in Black is the is the aftermath of all the shit that went down in Civil War. Um, yeah, Peter uh, too long didn't read. Uh, Peter was kind of working with Tony Stark, like in a yeah. cool new suit. Yes, so Stark uh, tells then, him, "Hey man, we need somebody to come out and say that they are un- to reveal their identity." And he uses his relationship with Peter to convince Peter to do that. He he basically gaslights Peter into just like he blackmails him. Off. Yeah, he's like, like much. he's like, hey man, Aunt May's Aunt May's real old. Mary Jane's too pretty for jail. He he pretty much goes, motherfucker, you're poor. You can't afford <laughs> to tell me no. Like you ain't got no money. You, you are a house. fucking science teacher. Take that fucking mask off right now. <laughs> Peter does it. And then, like everybody in Tony Stark's personal life, learns that, oh shit, 
Tony is a piece of garbage. <laughs> Tony is a real fucking dickhead. Why does he Tony basically... Is... You remember when Shawn Michaels was working for JBL? Yes. That, that's, <laughs> that's, like, yes. that's literally the story. Exactly it. Like, if, if JBL was also secretly stealing Shawn Michaels' DNA, <laughs> it would be the exact same story. Would be the exact same JBL tuning up the band. He's like, check this out. Check this out, Sean. Yeah, like he just hits like a pitch perfect HBK flying elbow drop. Like that would have been that <laughs> the parallels are insane. But yeah, like basically he's on Tony's side. Odd. <laughs> didn't, didn't RDJ wear a cowboy hat in the suit in one of those movies? Oh, that I that might have been Iron Man too. Yeah, that sounds like Iron Man too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so Peter, he's on, he sides with Tony, and initially he's on Tony's side during Civil War, and then he kind of does like he's never a heel. Yeah. Um, like he kind of switches sides, and he gets really fucked up um, as a result of it. And yeah, the Punisher has to rescue him at one point. Yeah, the Punisher just like like guns down some like bad guys in a sewer. And he's like, we need a medic. Spider-Man's fucking riddled with, like, he's got his ass beat. Um, like, so, like, all that shit, the dust settles, like, and all of Peter's villains know who he is. Yeah. Everybody knows, like, oh, like, and it's, it's so funny because half of them are just like, I was getting my ass beat by a 16-year-old? Yeah, they start doing the For math. Years? They start doing like, like Sandman does the math. He goes, "Wait a minute." <laughs> and he was like, "I was 15 years old beating my ass." <laughs> you had not finished like, puberty yet. But when yeah. Peter beats the lizard in Amazing Fantasy number 15, or actually, he, he might be—he's like 14. He, no, he's 15 when he comes Spider-Man. When he fights the Lizard, that's either in Amazing Fantasy 15 or it's in Spider-Man number one. But, like, the Lizard is, like, one of the first villains he faces. Peter is a high school student. He has not, like, gone on his first date yet. Yeah. He was, he was fucking doing super heroic before he got his dick touched. Like, that's how long <laughs> Parker has been in the game running it. And so, naturally, everyone's pissed at him. But nobody is more pissed... Than Wilson Fisk. Yeah. Because imagine, imagine being Wilson Fisk, knowing that your shit to getting fucked up by a teenager for, for years for de- for a decade and a half. Like this, because this fucking, Peter is supposed to be maybe thirty. Yeah, he's like yeah thirty. Yeah, I will say like early thirties by this point. Yeah, like. like the, I know that the the ages of Marvel characters is tenuous at best because Cyclops is supposed to be like 25 in the 70s, but, you know. Yeah, but just in in actual time, like, Peter was like maybe 18 fucking up Kingpin shit. Yeah. Yeah, he's a a fucking kid. Like, when he fights the Green Goblin in Amazing Spider-Man 122, Peter is in college. He's like 20. Like, just the length of time. I know that a lot of Spider-Man media is, you know, like, you know, MCU, you know, Peter's in high school, fucking Spectacular Spider-Man, Peter's in high school, Ultimate Spider-Man, Peter's in high school, like, which is a good dynamic, but I think my favorite, all of my favorite Spider-Man stories 
or when he's an adult, yeah, fighting these villains, it's like you were fighting this, this dude when you were like nineteen, dog. Yeah, well, it's like you've um, been acting for a long time. Like around this point in time, the the mid two thousands, they start to do my favorite thing they ever do with Spider Man, which is make him now the old former teen hero, trying yeah. to keep the well, other teen heroes, in you know keep. Keep them safe. Keep an eye out for the kids. Which they're doing with him again now with Miles. But, like, he's doing it with the Runaways at one point. Yeah, I, I, was, I was about to bring that up. Like, in the Runaways, when they head to New York, they meet up with Spider-Man. Yeah. And he's, and- like, looking out for them. Because he's like, yeah, I've been there. Like, I know what it's like to be young with all these powers. And how you're young and getting into all this shit. And it, it makes me wonder why... He's never just had a book mentor. Oh, just Spider Man and young people? Yeah. That would rule. Yeah. Absolutely. Sp- like Spider Man hanging out with fucking Chase Stein. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. I yeah, absolutely. I need that. I need that in my life. Um, but yeah, I'll, so Good. Uh, yeah, back to uh back in black. Post Civil War shit. Like, basically, Wilson Fisk just pissed because he's embarrassed that like this fucking this dude has been beating my ass fucking my, my money up so he puts, <laughs> out a hit, he puts out a hit and Aunt May gets shot yeah because the hit is specifically we'll just jump right into it this story starts in Amazing Spider-Man number 539 um, Peter the, the hit is on everybody it's on the whole Parker family it is on Peter, Aunt May, and Mary Jane. And, um... And Peter's spider sense kicks in. He dodges out of the way, and the bullet hits uh, hits Mary Jane instead. Or and not Mary Jane, Aunt May. It hits, it hits May, and it's, and like, it's so funny because there's a panel... It, it's the title panel... It's like the red background. Yeah. May shot. Peter looks super concerned. And in the very next panel, that motherfucker is a different person. <laughs> yes. Yes. In the next <laughs> panel. <laughs> Peter's Who's teeth are clenched. Like, Who did it? I'm about I'm about to beat his ass. Like he, he My first a- note is Peter throws a fucking Jeep. Let's get all the way negative. Yeah, like he <laughs> he, he throws a Jeep. And a sniper. <laughs> like he says, fuck top this. Five, top five craziest things he's ever done. He's like, I'm I'm throwing a Humvee at you. <laughs> like it's a Jeep brand Jeep. Like it's not even Yeah. The, and the thing is, if the Jeep would have hit him, it would have been a better fate than if Peter would have gotten his hands on him in that moment. Yeah. Because he would have ripped him in half. Yes. <laughs> he would he would have done the uh the sub zero fatality on him. Yeah, he would have like grabbed him by the forehead and like ripped his skin off. <laughs> like like it, it, he 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 fucking yeets a jeep at this dude. Swings May to He swings her to the hospital. hospital and he like drops her in through a window like cuz he can't so at this point in time, because the Superhuman Registration Act is law, Peter Parker, uh, who is an unregistered superhero, um, or I guess he, yeah, he's unregistered because he's on the run from the law. They're staying in a motel. Yeah. 
uh, Peter is like public is he's like a public menace basically. Yeah, like he like this is this is fucking Jay Jameson's like fantasy. Yes, like, everyone hates Peter Parker. Hell yes. Um, like, fuck Spider Man. Yeah. Fuck Peter for lying to because Jonah's pissed at him because Jonah's like motherfucker, you lied to me for fifteen years. And yeah, like, like there's gonna be a point later we'll talk about it where Robbie Roberts is like, of fucking course he was Spider Man the whole time. What are you dumb? Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, look at these pictures. These ain't candidates. These are selfies, dog. Like, <laughs> like, He's like, Peter I knew it. Yeah, like, how did Peter get on top of a building? <laughs> he took this from the this fucking picture. Empire State Building. How did he do that? Exactly. But yeah, so he um he he deposits Aunt May at the hospital, and. He, like, he has, like, a very sweet moment with Mary Jane. It's like, they're, they're like, you know, they're worried, he's afraid. And then he immediately gets negative. Yeah, because we, we get, first of all, I would like to say, uh, Ron Garvey, uh, Carney? Is it Garvey or Carney? I think it's Carney. Ron Garney, who drew these issues, fucking incredible oh, stuff dude, with yeah, this, the art on this. Um, really great shots. Yeah, it's uh, Carney. Yeah, so really we, good art in this book. We get these really good, this really good page of Fisk sitting in his jail cell, talking to the cop who is on his payroll. Um, and he says, uh, "Mr. Fisk, I got a message for you. I don't know what it means, but uh, first gift basket not delivered, but one of the other two baskets was delivered, which is where you realize, like, oh, he was he wanted all three of them." He said, fuck Peter Parker, fuck everyone who knows him, fuck everyone who loves him, fuck him. Uh, and he's like, hmm, good, good. And there's this really, uh, really great line where he's quoting, um, he's quoting Euripides, and he's like, whom the gods would destroy, they first drive mad, prolongs the pre- pleasure you see. And my note there is, this just sounds like edging. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, Wilson like, Fisk I is in his cell, beating off, he's thinking in his about cell, just being like, "I haven't come yet, but I will." <laughs> and I boy, will. and when I do, when, when it happens, boy, howdy! Like, <laughs> he is fiending for Parker family death, like nobody I've ever seen. Um, but yeah, I think like he that, hates Peter cool. Parker as much as, if not more, than he hates Matt Murdock. Probably, yeah. And, and he hates Murdoch. Like, and the fact that they're like best friends has to drive him crazy. Oh, Peter and Matt, yeah. Yeah, like it has to drive him absolutely up the wall. Because uh, anytime they team up, like his shit's fucked. His shit is like whatever fucking plan he had going on, it's over. It's the one thing when you have one of them on your ass, you have both. Just just turn yourself in. <laughs> just give it up, you, partner. Yeah, like you it's over. It's over for you. Um uh, so yeah, Pe- get yeah, Peter gets negative. He walks. Yeah. He walks into the uh, into where the sniper was, like the the building, and immediately webs up the cop who's trying to stop him from getting upstairs. It's like fully silent. too, like 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 full face like, this mouth dude's face is covered. Like he he goes into fucking detective mode. Like he right, yeah, like like it's an Arkham game. Exactly, and he. You know, kind of gets his first clue. I think he finds he finds the scope. Scope, yeah. He finds the scope, and he goes to Peter. Doesn't talk for like four pages here. It's just all inner monologue, and like 
he goes to like the docks and goes where people do gun deals. He busts in there in his normal clothes. <laughs> he busts. He looks like beige a fucking shirt, accountant. Beige khakis. Shirt, some khaki pants. Some some and, hard bottom shoes. And he is just beating their ass. Like, he he looks like. He looks like he was one of those dudes from Charlottesville. Oh, dude. And it's just like... <laughs> the Tiki I Torch the, fit. I, oh, yeah. He has he has the, the absolute fucking January 6th outfit on. Yeah, like, he looks like a fucking proud boy. It's nuts. It's like, <laughs> I love the, the idea that these, these goons don't know. They're just like, this random motherfucker... This fucking busted yuppie in busted in and started beating all of our asses. Like this, like this dude who probably does somebody's taxes just fucked us up, and he. There's another really good Peter shot of him looking unfucking him. Yeah, I posted that on Twitter with a, with just the caption violence. Getting this dude bloody. He like it's like, nuts. He's again just he's his face is so intense here. His eyes are bulging out of his head. And uh, he's just, standing in this room full of just these dudes he's thrown through boxes. He, <laughs> he comes in like, like Stone he, Cold in 2001. Yeah, it's like Stone Cold versus the Alliance. He just like yeah. walks in with a pool cue and just beats everyone to death. And like he fucking breaks this dude's hand. It's the information that he needs. Yeah, because um, the guy, he holds the scope. He's like, he's like, tell me about this. And he just crunch, snaps his hand. And he's uh, like... uh I didn't ask because he tells, tells the guy, "Tell me about this." And the guy's like, "I don't know what you're talking about. I've never seen that before." And I'm like, ah! "He's like, I didn't ask you if you'd seen it before. I'd asked you to tell me what you know about it." Yeah, and like, there's a really good like, and like to loop back to what you said about how what makes this particular Spider-Man story so great is everything we know about Peter. For this this moment, he has a part in that scene where he's monologuing to himself, talking about how any other time he would have been happy just knowing that the guy wouldn't be able to sell a gun anymore. Yeah, but he's like, I don't give a shit about that. I just need information. Like, I I I cannot savor that I've done a good thing right now because I haven't until I find the person who shot my aunt. Right. And I, the thing about this story, because I think this story works in like an exceptional way because, again, because this isn't the way Peter normally acts, I don't think this is out of character for him. It's I not. This, it's like, this is Peter, this is who Peter would always be if he wasn't Peter. Yes, this is the person he actively tries to not be. Yeah, like, it's, it's like... It's more Andrew Garfield Spider-Man than yeah. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. It's like how, you know, to briefly touch on a different Spider-Man story, it's like when Doc Ock took over his body and became superior, and, like, he punched a bad guy. And, and just he blows his head off. Yeah, he just, like, breaks this dude's jaw damn near off. Yeah, because he's like, oh, he shit, this body is crazy strong. Yeah, and he realized that, oh, like, Peter's been holding back the entire time. Yeah, Maybe Peter could just like kill people with one punch if he wanted. If he to. wanted to, like in World War Hulk, when Hulk comes back, Peter staggers him. Peter yeah. rocks the Hulk, and that's the Hulk and like his strongest. Yeah, like he he fucking makes the Hulk go, huh? 
I got I got I felt that I got punched. Um, so yeah, Peter is 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 no joke, and this just like a brief glimpse at who he would be as a hero if he didn't if he wasn't raised by Ben and May, if he didn't have the people in his life who keep him from going to that place, he would be this dude. He would be a fucking nightmare for everybody who does crime in New York City. Yeah, and I've, I've over the last year, reading a lot of stuff, it's really clicked in my head. Like, Peter Parker, as much as he is, like, the the guy with the jokes and, haha, I'm Spider-Man, your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Peter Parker, there's, like, a real anger in him. Like... Oh, yeah. It's why he gets like that when he gets the symbiote. Because um, I, I have come to believe, and I think maybe someone's confirmed this somewhere, I don't know, but... I think the symbiote turns out the way that it does because its first host is Peter. And because it feeds off of those negative emotions in Peter. The anger, Mm -hmm. the self-loathing, the everything is my fault. Uh, And he tries really hard to not be that person, but it's who he is. Yeah, he, and like, and to, for the symbiotes, like I say, its first host to be someone with all of that motion mm-hmm. no wonder it it wanted to like rebond with him like that's a lot of juice yeah just, and like, then it's cut off from and then it, it goes to eddie brock who shares a lot of those traits exactly which is why but you know, the difference is actually a good example of the difference is eddie brock because peter tries really hard to be not the way he is in this story eddie for a long time doesn't yeah, Eddie was just like, I'm I'm here to be negative. I'm yes, here I'm be. here, I am angry, I, I don't give a fuck, I'm a dickhead. And Peter's exactly. like, Peter is a dickhead, but he tries really hard not to be. Yeah, and um, and speaking of that suit, like, uh, after he um, interrogates these people at the docks, we cut back to um, Mary Jane, and uh, that's where we learn um, that Aunt May is going to that die. May is is going to die. Like yeah. this, that's just. And yeah. Also, note here they checked her in under uh, under her maiden name, May Riley, so they couldn't trace it back to Peter. Um, but Mary Jane, this is something that I, it just kind of clicked in my head. Mary Jane at this point has been a supermodel. People know what Mary Jane looks like. Yeah, which is like. I was rereading. I was like, "How does no one know who she is?" Yeah, she's famous. <laughs> yeah, she's like very famous. Um, but she's like, yeah, I don't I, think anyone ever calls her Mary Jane either. No, they call her. She goes by Mary in this story, like yeah. explicitly. Uh, she's just oh. Mary Riley here. Um, yeah, but like we we learn that get a really good, really good shot of like just Mary Jane's face when she learns the news. It's mm-hmm. a, a really good like inner panel, and then get fucking the the edgiest spider-man panels i've ever seen oh yeah 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 I'm some gonna... fucking batman shit yeah there's lightning striking the back of this building yeah he's he's chilling on some gargoyles and you, <laughs> where he like, stashed learn... the black suit for years mm-hmm. like, and like, just in case yeah i need to yeah. i need to go all the way heel i got it yeah and note here that this is not the original black suit because at the, this point the black suit is that's just venom now this is the copy of the suit 
that uh, that Felicia made for him because she thought he looked hot. <laughs> yeah, Felicia's just horny, and he's like, "Look, <laughs> like I I made you this 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 role play outfit just to yes, yeah. <laughs> like just to kiss me fuck again. You're wearing this suit. Yeah, she makes him keep the oh. mask on. Also, sidebar back to Felicia when she learns who Peter is. She has to come to the grips that she kissed a minor. No, no, no. Because this Felicia, you're thinking of Ultimate Felicia, oh, right? Oh yeah. Ult- when yeah, she meets when Ultimate Felicia, when Peter meets Felicia than... in this timeline, uh, there he's an adult. Because I don't think Felicia was created until like the '80s. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I definitely got Ultimate. Which yeah, is still Ultimate. Very funny to think about. <laughs> All time um, great panel is Felicia realizing that Peter's a kid and fucking. She just vomits up. on a roof. <laughs> like she's like she's like, oh my god, I'm going to jail. I'm going to <laughs> guess who's going to jail tonight? Yeah. Um. But yeah. So great shot. He fucking puts on the black suit for the first time in a long time. Oh shit! I he, didn't realize that. He, I, I just looked it up right now. Felicia was created in 1979. She is a fucking uh, Marv Wolfman character, which makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah. Okay. All that tracks. Yeah, like great shot, and he's just like, I'm going to to kill them, and yeah, yeah this is some of my gets, favorite art ever. Yeah, like Ron just Garner just it's like that that panel without words needs to be like hung up in like my house because yes, it's just great art. Like, and they and like just the way they they draw Peter's body, mm-hmm. like you can like he's like, kind of menacing here. He is like terrifying. Yeah, like. Like even like the spider on his chest looks so much bigger than it probably should be. Mm-hmm. Like it really like sells that like this dude is literally out to kill people, and again, he's um, specific people. Uh, yeah, like so, he is out. Like he is on some Liam Neeson and taking shit. <laughs> yes, uh, he. Uh, so his only lead is this is the. Um, is that scope? So he kind of tracks it down to, he tracks it down to four guys and then finds the dude he's looking for, drops him off a fucking roof, and catches oh, him. And he's because yeah. he's like, he's like, you're gonna, uh, he's like, because like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, you sell gun intended for one thing only, to kill people from far away. Because like you, the people who buy your garbage are cowards afraid to get too close. So you live up here with the rich folk, high above the ground where your guns are used, while the cowards who buy from you fire at innocent people from across the street. And the guy's like, yeah, and what are you going to do about it? Half the country's looking to arrest your ass. And Peter goes, oh, check this shit out. It throws him out of a window. And just like, he just like leaves him hanging. Yeah. <laughs> out of the window, he was like, this, like, and I love the implication that he knows that this criminal knows this web is gonna dissolve. Yeah. Gonna fall and die, probably. Yep. <laughs> um, so he, he fucking, he gets that information, we get, like, a, a cut to some cops doing Oh, yeah, Peter webs shit. off their, <laughs> webs them off from like, their car. <laughs> He just like chills in like the front seat of a police cruiser in his all black outfit on the laptop, <laughs> looking up, <laughs> looking up this dude whose name is Jake Martino. 
Which I've never seen a name that is more obviously a hitman than Jake Martino. Yeah, like, you have two like, options you when not... your name is Jake Martino, and that is to re- be a wrestler for the AWA in the seventies and being a hitman. Like if if a guy if I owned a business and a dude named Jake Martino <laughs> applied, you're not getting the job. Because I know this is you're a not, fence. You're not getting the job. Like, you <laughs> you're working here because are... the government needs to know you work somewhere. But you yes. are absolutely a contract killer. Absolutely, you have a sniper rifle. Like you own a high-powered rifle somewhere, and I can't risk that. <laughs> there are weapons in your home, and federal agents are on their way. I can't have you pushing carts at this target, dog. I'm sorry. <laughs> you like she, she tracks down Jake Martino's place. And yeah, he talks to his landlord, who's just like, "Yeah, Jake's a good guy." I also, I'm aware that Jake is a fucking <laughs> Jake is a yeah, hitman. It's like, of course he's an assassin. I'm like, you didn't think to like kick this guy out. Actually, <laughs> you like, can't what? just evict a hitman. That's <laughs> like, not really something. You, you gotta just like let, let that one rock. You take, take that yeah. L. Yeah, you gotta just charge that to the game. Take the money and run. Exactly. Uh, so he kind of points. Uh, Pe- he's like, hey, yeah, Jake went to the train the right station. Direction. And so Peter gets goes to Grand Central Station. And there's just people that are like, hey, it's not fucking Spider- Like, not That's freaking Spider-Man? out. They're just like, hey, it's Spider-Man. What's he doing here? You need to get a, you got to a train, Spidey? You taking <laughs> like, the train? One dude, one dude is like, hey, what are you doing here? Spidey, you need to live somewhere? Like, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to take the L train. I got to get downtown. <laughs> the webs aren't working. Like, such a funny little, like, random question to ask. Yes. Like, oh, what are you doing here, buddy? So he, he finds Jake Martino using his spider sets. And Jake Martino, when you look at him, is so clearly a hitman. <laughs> yeah, he's in a trench coat with red shades. <laughs> he just has an Uzi on him, of course. Yes, of course he does. yeah, also, he he's blasting. walking around with an Uzi. <laughs> he starts blasting, fucking, of course, Peter gets on him, breaks his hand. You know, he breaks his and, arm. Like he breaks oh, yeah. his arm at the elbow, and he goes, uh, "He goes, pick it up." Yeah, he's so he's like, "Use your broken arm to pick up this gun." <laughs> he's like, "You still got one good arm." And the guy's like, "No." He says, "I said pick it up." Yep, then he takes. He's off like Funk Flex yelling, "But I said put him on the fucking camera!" <laughs> and like this dude is just like just absolutely terrified. Like, oh my god! And then Peter fucking slams pass. his face into the fucking wall and breaks his nose. Throws him into a pillar, takes his mask off. So like he, it's like like I want you to, I want you to look at my eyes as you die. And unfortunately for Peter, that's what happens because a like, second hitman, a second <laughs> hitman shoots that dude. Peter being fucking all pro, <laughs> fucking throws a spider tracer on the boot of this dude's tip like the very tip of the boot too like it like, is right there on the heel perfect shot uh and uh, that dude goes to the hospital uh and, and peter more... has to peter has to grapple with the fact that he's like i was definitely about to kill this guy <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, like 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 he a, a quote, he's like, uh, was I really prepared to kill him for shooting May? The answer comes back, yes. In another time and place, I would have been ashamed of that answer, but not now. Not this day. Because yeah, so, so he's, he's going like, with the ambulance with Martino because he's like, I can't, I can't afford to lose Martino. He's my only lead in case that dude finds the tracer. Exactly. 
like, uh, but he still dies. Yeah, yeah, Martino just dies, and he he's like, uh, dies. Peter's talking about how ironic it is, like, you know, a, a sniper killed from afar with uh, by another man with a gun in good aim. The symmetries tonight are so thick you could cut them with a knife. Yep. We get uh, another great shot of Peter just webbing up a random dude, just, <laughs> like... Well, because uh, what? what happens is he the, the tracer hitman. goes off, and it's the other hitman. So Peter, <laughs> the guy is sitting there on the phone with Fisk, and uh, he's like, Peter goes, hey, hey, and the guy turns, and Peter just webs his mouth shut, and goes, shh, just, just like, shh, like, <laughs> like, oh, fuck, and like, it's a shot of the dude's face, he just looks annoyed, he's, he's like, like, what the Bro, fuck, man, what the fuck did you just do to me, like, he can't just like, web up people like this, uh, and then we get that really good shot of, again, Telling Fisk, like, I'm coming to beat your ass. Oh, no, no, it's more than that, because he says, so Peter uh, grabs the phone, hears Fisk talking, and he says, hello, Mr. Fisk, and Fisk says, well, hello, Mr. Parker, and what may I do for you? He says, you can do one thing, Mr. Fisk, you can die. <laughs> like, Pete, like, it looks like Peter's eyes are, like, pitch black. In, yeah. And, like, not where, like, he says that. Uh, and uh, straight into issue three, it Fisk in prison just doing a monologue. Just about, monologuing as he is wont to do. Like, like it's funny because he he's actually talking out loud to himself. Like yes, he's talking out loud because I guess the phone is like hidden in one of the books or something. Oh no, he's got a, he's got an earpiece. He's yeah, like he has a fucking uh, Bluetooth. <laughs> he says, "I can die, Mister Parker." Look. Also, I read this in Vincent D'Onofrio's voice. How could you not? Vin- Vanessa, when I was a boy, <laughs> I don't die. I have some who do that for me, and because and who does that because of me. But I don't die. It would be a violation of the laws of nature, Mr. Parker. And Peter's like, I've broken about every law there is, Mr. Fisk. What's one more? And then he fucking rips the, the webbing off this dude's face. He's like, you... He's like, tell me what you know. And he's like, he's like and don't fucking lie, because I can hear your heartbeat. Cold, top five coldest things Peter's ever said to anybody. Like, I will hear you lie, and you will fucking regret it. Uh, he fucking tells him what he needs to know. And well, we, well, we the, get the, uh, the, the stuff with Fisk. Taking all the money that is hidden inside his desk. Yeah, he just has fucking like like stacks of just like he like breaks he a fills, table. He breaks the table open he, and all this money comes out of it. He fills his bed sheet with rolls of hundreds. He just like gives it to this guard. Like here, like, take this. Yeah. Off to get his suit back and to get out of his cell. Yeah. Let me out, give me my clothes. Uh, and so Peter's like, to send a message, this is my favorite fucking Peter panel ever. This is one of my favorite panels, period, but this is probably my favorite Spider-Man one. Uh, Peter takes the, takes Jim, the hitman, uh, into the sewer. And, God, I'm just gonna read it, it's so good. He says, uh, here's the thing of it, mister. Here's the thing of it, Jim. By all rights, I should kill you. 
no, you weren't directly involved in what happened, but you were an accessory after the fact, and that that qualifies you by a technicality. But then I decided to save myself for the man who gave the order, not the guy lower on the food chain. You do understand the food chain, don't you, Jim? And Peter is sitting on a web in the sewer tunnel, and the lot, like, there's no detail on his face. He is completely cast in shadow here. He says, no. Full spider. Yeah, it's so sick. He's like, no, let me explain. The food chain consists of two parts, predators and prey. Predators, well, I don't think I really need to explain that, do I? Predators feed on prey, and we may define prey as something incapable of defending itself in proportion to the attack. A deer against a wolf, for instance, or an old, defenseless woman against a man with a high-powered rifle. Those are two examples of prey, Jim. I'm betting that right now you could supply me with a third, and this dude is being covered in rats. Yeah, like, he is just getting it from all fucking angles. Uh, and then Peter throws the, uh, he throws, like, a trash can lid and cuts the web. And he goes, he says, uh, goes, please don't do anything! And he says, yeah? Here's something you can do for me. Tell everyone, tell the people you work with, tell everyone in the whole wide world that my family is off limits. That nobody, nobody touches them for any reason, ever. Tell them. Make them understand that anyone who tries to move, who tries, moves to the bottom of the food chain and becomes prey. And down here in this food chain, the rats aren't the predators. The men with guns aren't the predators. I am. Oh, it's so sick. So fucking tight. Like Peter <laughs> is just on his. He's on his Batman shit. Yes, he's on his <laughs> Batman shit in a big way. Uh, immediately after that. Got to get some more somber, more saw. Yeah, yeah. We we. This is interstitch between shots of Peter getting completely negative, and uh, Peter in the hospital with uh, Mary Jane and Aunt May. Also, Peter is basically hiding from anyone who comes into the hospital. Like anytime someone comes in, he's turning his head or turning his back because his face is on the fucking newspaper. Yeah, he revealed himself to. The fuck the the actual world. So, so everyone like, knows he's Spider Man, so he can't let anybody uh can't let everybody he can't let anybody know who he is. So I don't think he's even been coming in through the door. I think he's been coming in through the window. Like not, this whole time. He's coming in through windows. But uh basically in a desperate move to try to save May's life, he he on his own in like a supply closet does a blood does, transfusion. Like, yeah, like he gives her some of his blood. Uh, his spider blood to Bo- help boost her like, immune system because they've done this before. Mm-hmm. Uh, specifically in uh, ASM, what, 31, 33? Like old issues. Yeah, it's an like, old, old issue. It's like 500. Issues. This was Amazing Spider Man number 31 through 33. Yeah, that happens. Then. And we're in like the 500s right now. So. Right, this is issue 541. Uh, so he, he does all that, and but leaves because he has to go fucking fight Wilson Fisk in prison. <laughs> yeah, I, like, uh, it's a point, Mary Jane makes the point that, like, hey, you just lost a lot of blood. Maybe you should stay put. And he's like, no, I gotta go. Like, I don't think she knows what all he's been doing. Like, no, I don't think she, I do not her. think she has any clue. I think he's just like, I'm like, chasing leads. I, I'm she kidding. knows he's looking. I don't think she knows that he's like, 
he's been like 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 one sentence away from murdering like like nine people yeah. the past three days. <laughs> yeah, like he is fully off the deep end, and I can't and, blame him because it's May. Yes, he has an extremely like if if you were him, if you're one of if the person you one of the two people you love the most in the entire fucking world, the entire fucking universe. If this had happened, and you had the power to do something about it, you would do exactly what Peter does. I would have been shoving those fucking spider stingers in people's eyes, dog. (laughs) I would have been fucking... I would have been Wolverine, dude. I would... They would have been biased in the street. I was like, he should have... He Does he not have any of the X-Men's phone numbers? Because if there's one thing that... Enough X-Men understand it's murder and violence and vengeance. Like, call yeah. Psylocke. Hey, Betsy, I Real. need a hand with this. And Betsy Brannon understands vengeance. Actually, like, fuck he- it. Call Warren. Does anybody have Warren Worthington's phone number? He could have sent a text to Logan. Just <laughs> right. Like, with, yeah, because him and Logan name. are Avengers at this time. Yeah, he could have hit up Logan and be like, "Yo, I need this dude dead." And Logan's I, like, "Okay, hey, I need buy you me to track beer. something. He'll be dead by morning." Yeah, it's like he did what? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, he would have he would have like smelled that scope and found the right dude before sunup, and it'd been yeah. a wrap. This would have been like, like a one issue comic. Yeah, because it would have just been Wolverine <laughs> and Spider Man hitting total elimination on Wilson exactly. Fisk, <laughs> just just fucking putting him in like the fucking sharpshooter crossface comic. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a 3D. <laughs> uh, but, like, yeah, so they're in prison. The, yeah, we get, I, I should say, another fucking God, Ron Carney. Um, we get another just couple silent pages of Peter and Fisk both getting ready. Uh, Peter sneaks into Rikers. Fisk is strutting around back in his suit uh, with his cane looking like a fucking double wide trailer. Fuck, it looks like a refrigerator dog. Like, yes. He looks huge. And nope. Peter busts into the jail and he proceeds. So Fisk bars him the fuck up, I should say. He puts <laughs> him in the blender verbally. <laughs> like, like, like verbally, <laughs> round goes total. <laughs> he says, he as I look around. Mean promo. <laughs> Yeah, it's look. MJF should just read this and go like, "Oh, I should do exactly. this." <laughs> he says, "As I look around this room, I see murderers and rapists, thieves and thugs, perverts and psychotics, men who may once have aspired to be more than these things, but they have settled for the names that they have been given. But no matter how debased, perverse, crude, or fallen, there's not a man here who does not look down on one particular breed of humanity, the chump." A chump is someone who believes in the greater good, who believes that good triumphs because it is good. Trust the government, trust his fellow citizen, trust the man in the iron mask who says, show the world your true face, Peter, it'll be okay. And we all saw that face, didn't we? The face of a chump. A chump who's now hunted by the people he believed in, spurned by the system he supported, abandoned by the friends he thought he had, his wife living in a two-bit motel, and his dear sweet aunt dying in a hospital bed because he couldn't even stand long enough to take the bullet that was his by right. Uh, but I guess you can't make an omelet without be- breaking a few old ladies. And then Peter just starts whooping his ass. And he doesn't Peter talk. <laughs> like, Pete, like, the shot is just... It's just Peter just 
fucking hitting this dude with like a change of combo. Like, <laughs> yeah, he is yes. fucking disc he, up. He might as well say, "Hey, you want to know how to do a fucking infinite?" Like, he just another. <laughs> just he just beats his he like and and Fisk goes back into like talking, and he basically says like um even he's talking because like at this point all the prisoners are out of yes, the cells. Yeah, we should add so all the this. prisoners. Like everybody in the jail is just sitting there watching this happen. Yeah, like. Fisk brings up how Peter isn't talking. He's like, oh, even his usual sense of humor and devil may care attitude seems to have abandoned him. It must be terribly distressing and unfortunate to have absolutely nothing left to, in life except the desire for revenge, which is especially unfortunate since you once made a mockery of everything you stand for and victimized the woman you said you loved. Really, what's left except humor? And once again, Peter Peter is the shit. He is speed bagging him like he's throwing all these punches with one hand. He is like just great shock because you could tell Fisk is trying to get his hands on him, and and Peter is just not. He is Muhammad Ali right now. Like he cannot be touched, and he's still talking. He's he's trying to get. He's trying to get Peter, to him. He's Peter, trying to get a reaction, yeah. and it's not working. Peter finally talks, and he bars him the fuck up. Yeah, yeah, this is also one of my all-time favorites. He's like, what this suit stands for, what it means, is something you can never understand. It represents a promise about all the things I said I would do, and all the things I said I would never do. All the lines I said I would never, ever cross, because doing so would destroy everything this suit stands for. And that, you see, is why you're confused. I'm not here to kill you. And he takes his mask off. He takes the, the shirt part of the suit with the symbol on it off. Looks at him and says, I am. And from that point on, Peter Parker. Not Spider-Man. Eats Peter Parker. Peter Parker. The chump. <laughs> eats the ever-living ch- He beats the fat off of Kingpin <laughs> he, for like three panels. <laughs> He's just kicking his ass. And like. Oh my god. God, he says, like, J. Michael Straczynski was writing all the Spider-Man shit around the stuff. Like, all the, he was writing The Amazing Spider-Man at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And, God, God, he's so good. He's, yeah, like, like, the stuff he does with these narration boxes are fucking incredible. Because he's like... He, he hits it with, like, a clean right hook, a fucking palm strike <laughs> yes! to the bridge of the nose. A like, judo a throw, throw. An axe a kick. Fucking... <laughs> A backhand. He a gives him a fucking rocking back fist. Fucking a punch right to the gut. Sends him flying across the room. It's like he forgot something, Fisk. Something you should have remembered before you decided to put a bullet through someone too old and frantic out of the way. And it's this. For all your money, all your cruelty, all your big talk, you don't have any real power. You can't fly. You can't stick to walls. You can't turn into a living flame or stretch out across a 20-foot room. At the end of the day, it's a fat man with an attitude. A balloon just waiting for someone to stick a needle in it. And me, I'm I'm the needle. needle. (laughs) And Fisk lunges at Peter and gets his ass. He gives him a fucking double axe handle. Just swats him like a fly. 
He's He's just like, oh, like, oh, like. There's, Fisk has lost so much blood, and it's all from, like, his nose and mouth. And Peter's like, get up! This dude's face is fucking beat to shit. He's still trying to talk shit. Peter's like, get up. I said get up. And then he grabs him, not by his shirt, because his shirt is destroyed at this point. Peter has beaten the shirt off this man. Peter grabs him him by by his skin. skin on his chest. Wrinkles it and slaps him over and over and over and over and over and over and over. There's a shot of the crowd, and there's this the dude closest to the front of the panel, the guy in the foreground, looks terrified. He's he's you know that episode of The Simpsons where the guy's like, Stop, stop, he's already dead. He's already dead. Yes. That's that dude. He's like this man, like he's just giving him open hands, just and like he he threatens to send webbing down his throat. Yeah, to kill him. He's like, ah, it would be so fucking easy. I'd turn your entire respiratory system into one big solid chunk of useless tissue and webbing. It would take three seconds. He and then counts. he throws him away, and he's basically he boils it down to his like. For you, I can make an exception. Because I've tried my whole life to not kill anybody. But because of how it would affect my family if I killed someone. But if my Aunt May is dead, well, that takes care of one reason. And my own personal principles, I can make an exception. So when she dies, I am going to come back here in front of all these people and fucking kill you. In the meantime, Fisk... Has to just deal with the fact that in he lost, and all these, these people saw him lose. Watch him get the shit knocked out of him, and everyone just like looks at Fisk like just in disgust, in disgust. And they're like, "Damn, I guess you weren't that fucking bad after all." He just like stumbles back to his fucking cell, embarrassed, uh, humiliated. Just in- just also, absolutely disheveled. This is one of my favorite uh, little Spider-Man looks. Like it's like, I love when Peter is kind of doing something with his mask that isn't like putting it on his face. Like when he right. in um in Spider-Man, uh, this happens a lot where he'll be wearing his mask like a fucking hat, like it'll be rolled up to, yeah. to like his <laughs> temples, and he just wears like a beanie. Uh, in this, he fucking ties the shirt around his waist and tucks his mask into it. Yeah, I didn't notice that. That's pretty fucking tough. Like, it's like he dropped... Like, the only way I can explain everything that happens after Peter takes the, the fucking... The top off, it, he drops the straps like Kurt Angle, basically. Yeah, like, he, he goes into, like, full, like... like if like He he should have given him a fucking Angle slam. Yeah. <laughs> I love that we're at a point now where, uh, where superheroes are hitting wrestling moves. Did you see that Beta Ray Bill gave somebody a fucking Made in Japan? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he gave a demon like a made in Japan onto a spike. It was sick. Peter should have given Fisk a German here. Uh, yeah, I wish. But the, the, uh, at the end of um, after he beats the shit out of Fisk, you know, he's talking to May. Talking to Mary Jane. And um, basically they're just like talking about how, oh, we can't keep her in this hospital for long. Like, you've already been here for too long. No, like it's 
they don't have any money. Like they can't go to Tony for any money. Um, just like trying to figure out the next move. Okay, so you say and, that, like, but in one more day, which is the immediate follow up to the story, in one more day, he does go to Tony and he beats the shit out of Tony and he's like, "Fucking pay for my aunt's hospital bills, you bitch." Because this I, is I, your I, fault. This is directly like your best. fault. That like the best thing that happens in one more day. Yeah, like one more day, which we're not gonna get too far into with this, but one more day. What one more day is sticks. You know, it as a means to the ends of getting rid of Peter's marriage because we don't think he's relatable to people if he's married. That sucks. Yeah. That was the that was like, the plan with that. It was okay. We're gonna reset Peter because we can't. Peter being married uh, and having a family, we can't market that to to fifteen year olds anymore. Uh, which is yeah. It like it sucks because I I was talking to someone about this because um, I mentioned that I was doing this podcast with you mm-hmm. and that we were talking about back in black and um. I brought up how, you know, this is really great, you know, really great character moment for Peter that kind of gets taken away yeah. in one more day. Um, and it, it makes me think about, like, you know, bring up Superior again. Peter gets his body back. He yeah. learns that, oh, I got started Parker Industries. And... He was rich for a while in the comics. Yeah, that was like 2013 like, to like 2017, 2018. Yeah, so he's like rich, like the most well-off Peter has ever been. And they take that from him because yeah. he can't be Spider-Man if he's also like making money. Like, Yeah, they also did this. They did a time. similar thing with... Um, with uh Batman recently when they had him and uh Peter or not Peter Bruce and Selina were going to get married and this is later revealed to be a plot by Bane uh but she her best friend Holly talks to her and is like this is after the Joker also says it because the Joker is also working for Bane but uh Holly makes the point Bruce can't be Batman if he's happy which She's not wrong. But yeah, she shouldn't say it. But like, Bruce can't be. Yeah, it, uh, it is. Yeah, and so with the idea is Peter can't be Spider Man if he is happy. But I, well, I would argue Peter is a better Spider Man when he is happy. Yeah, I feel like the more Peter has to lose, the better character he is. Yeah, like uh, it's the know. it's the old Street Fighter argument: who's stronger, Ken or Cody? Exactly. The man with every or Ken and Ken and Ryu actually is a, a really good uh, example too. The man yeah, with like, everything why, to lose or the man with nothing to lose. Yeah, like Ryu is like, I'm just gonna wander around and fight because I want to see who's the best. Ken's like, I have a family, bro. I have a wife and a kid, dying. and Guile is my fucking I, brother-in-law. Yeah, like I, I can't just be dying. I, I gotta be somebody ass. Like, yeah. that's why my shit has fire and yours don't. Right. Um, that's why I can do the Shoryu Repa and you can't. Yeah. But That's like, why I um, don't have to constantly battle the Satsui no Hado. <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't like, like. I know what I'm about. You don't. All right. Right. <laughs> like, some shoes on. Goddamn it. Um. Yeah. So like we get another 
really good shots of Peter and Mary Jane in the hospital. Because Peter's talking to Aunt May, and then we find out that the uh, the blood transfusion didn't work. Um, it it didn't it didn't uh, do anything to like it kind of helped, but not really. It just made her uh, made they're like her blood seems kind of radioactive now. That's weird. Uh, yeah, what happened here? Um, one thing that I like that the artist does is um, you can see stubble Peter's yeah. face to kind of emphasize that like this has been a while. Like, this has been exhausting for him. Yeah, he is fucking. He has been putting his morals on the line, and like even though like yeah like he wanted to do it like he wants to go after these people, you he know wants, like he, what he wants the down, most is for her to survive. Yeah, deep deep down, he's like he's gonna feel like shit in like a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. All the shit that he's done. Um, it's like some like random detective on the case now. Oh yeah, uh, I, I want to add because there is one thing that. I- I thought about that like really cracked me up. Uh, two things. One, the hospital chaplain shows up. Uh, they spell Riley wrong here, which is weird. Yeah, it's R-I-L-E-Y. Yeah, but it's uh, every other time it's ever been spelled yeah. out, it's R-E-I-L-L-Y. Um, yeah. But uh, like, they're like, hey, we're here to talk about your aunt. Um, and uh, the, the priest goes... What's you know? We should be requiring last rites. Would she want the presence of a representative of any belief or de- denomination? And Mary Jane asks Peter, like, "Hey, uh, what sh- what would she want us to do? What kind of service? You had a whole lifetime of knowing her. When it comes to that, what does she believe in?" And Peter pauses. And it's supposed to be like him taking a beat before he's like, she believed in me, and that might have gotten her killed. How do I live with myself if that's true? But it seems like Peter doesn't know the answer to that question. Yeah, it's really <laughs> funny, because he's like, was Aunt May Catholic? Yeah, he's like, I Look, think I don't we're, know. I think we're Catholic. Religion never came up, my bad. Right, um, yeah, it's like, and Bendis, in Ultimate, kind of writes... Like, I've seen people say that they read that Peter as being Jewish, which makes sense because he's always talking and he, he always he uses a lot of Yiddish-isms. He says yeah. oy vey all the fucking time in that book. But, like, yeah, the idea that Peter Parker has no clue what his aunt's yeah. religious beliefs said, oh, is that's hilarious to me. I also read it as question... He's never thought to ask himself because in his mind, he's like, Aunt May is never going to die. Yes. Yeah. He's never thought about it. But it's like, the well, what happened when Uncle Ben died? Yeah, like, what exactly. kind of funeral did you guys give Uncle Ben? Yeah. But like the idea of like world without May and Ben has never, never occurred to him. Yeah. Like, like her asking that. But, oh, shit. He figured that, honestly, it kind of seems like Peter thought that Aunt May would outlive him. I'm I'm sure, which is is why I think Peter dying so young in Ultimate Spider-Man hits the way it does. Yeah. Like, because he's a child. He is is recently 16 years old. He, he, his, his, his aunt outlives him 
and she was like, I shouldn't. Like, yeah, I shouldn't Aunt May is only, and Aunt May is only like fifty in that story too. Yeah, like it's it's ugh. Um, but yeah, there's a, de- a fucking random detective is on the case, and uh, who immediately puts together like. Hmm. Yeah, who is this dude? Because he's just like, oh, I know what happened. Yeah, he's like, that's why. He's like, have you considered that this is Spider-Man's aunt? The fucking, the nurse thinks that Peter shot her. Because Mary Jane has mentioned, like, that she's got a boyfriend and that, uh, that nobody has seen Peter. So she thinks that Peter might have shot Aunt May by accident, um... And they were trying to figure out what happened, and somehow Aunt May got to the hospital on her own, and then Peter came back and tried to shoot her. (laughs) Which is incredibly dumb. What a leap. What a conclusion to come. She watches... What's more realistic? This or that this is... if you The radiation in her blood... It's you figure out it's some variant of spider venom. What's more realistic, this or the possibility that this is known fugitive from the law, Spider-Man's aunt, who was shot somehow? Yeah. Doesn't that seem to make more sense? I want a one-shot of that nurse jumping to that conclusion. Give <laughs> me fifteen pages of her put of her coming up, her with not a corkboard, up with that theory, going to the police with it. I, I want her Detective. telling other people this, and they're all looking at her like, "What the fuck are you talking about, Stacy?" Yeah, I'm like, "What? What is your problem? Like, this <laughs> these are people's dying. lives." Yeah, like, like she, like she is a precursor to every fucking true crime nut on the internet. <laughs> like, like this is someone's life. But this is a real person. What are you me. doing? Exactly. Um, so the, yeah, the detective so, goes upstairs. Uh, Lieutenant Detective Robert DeLint. He goes upstairs uh, and um, Peter is hiding like behind the door, I think. Like uh, a fucking serial killer. Just like, <laughs> like a murderer. Uh, so Peter's like, what up? Like, what <laughs> yeah, yeah. Peter just shows up and he's like, <laughs> Cop goes, I'm hey. ordering you to get on the floor. And Peter goes, No. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, 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 nah. No, like, I don't think I will. Whoops this cop's ass. It's like, dodge the bullet. Handcuffs clean the cop. right or hook. No, yeah. And then commits the, the, the cop, nine the cop felonies. Exactly nine. Like, <laughs> he, he lists them off. Too. Yeah, I've got them written uh, down here. He he lists the, he commits nine felonies here. So the first was failure to uh, report a gunshot wound. Which is Aunt May got shot and he didn't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, then assaulting a police officer, wrongful imprisonment, which is when he webs the the cop up so that he can't mm-hmm. get away. Uh, well, fleeing, he, he, fleeing can't, he doesn't seat. use webbing. He he ties him up with like bed sheets. Oh yeah, he ties him up with bed sheets. Yeah yeah, because he doesn't want anybody to put together that he's Spider Man. Mm-hmm. Um. Then fleeing a crime uh, scene, Grand Theft Auto. He steals an ambulance. <laughs> Breaking and entering. Uh, 
reckless endangerment because they unplug like the life support and put her in the ambulance. And uh, meanwhile, um, Mary Jane has distracted the nurses to steal like an authorization for patient transfer so they yeah. can move May to a different hospital across yep. town. So, and then eight and nine are uh, fraud and forgery. Yep. So in, in like 20 minutes, like Peter has a criminal record. Yes, um, extensive, I should add. Yeah, it's, it's long as shit. Um, like he is and, going to prison if this doesn't go right. And you would think, you would think that this is going to lead into more stuff in the back and black arc. And the and back and black, black trade. That is the end of back and black. Because the next thing we're going to talk about, the second half of the trade, is, is five issue or seven issues of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. By Peter David and Todd Nock. And like, I want you to think about what we've just talked about. Peter Parker is fucking on a rampage. He's fucking eating the shit out of Fisk. Threatening to kill people. Peter makes a fucking police academy joke. <laughs> immediately in this book. Yeah, so he really is. quickly, to get into how this story ends before we start talking about the, the Peter David stuff here. Uh, this story ends in One More Day. One More Day is one of the most notorious Spider-Man stories. Infamous, I'm, I am I would even say. Uh, essentially... Like the clone saga. Yes, it's a... Uh, uh, yeah. it's only recently been retconned and explained, like, they didn't retcon it exactly, but they explain it. Um, so what happens is Peter and Mary Jane, first Peter tries to get Iron Man to pay for the, the fucking hospital bills, because like, this is your fucking fault, you fucking dick, I hate you, but the least you can do is pay for my aunt's hospital bills, because it's your fault that you got shot. Um, but Peter, like, Aunt May's gonna die. She's just not gonna make it. Peter and Mary Jane make a deal with Mephisto, who just fucking shows up and is like, hey, I'll save your aunt, but, uh, I want your marriage, son. Uh, yeah, he's like, so your love is so strong, I need it. Yeah, and so he takes their, he rewrites Peter's personal history, so he never, uh, revealed that he was Spider-Man. Uh, but also, he's never been married to Mary Jane. They just seriously dated at one point and aren't together anymore. Uh, this was recently explained at the end of Nick Spencer's um, Spider-Man run as Mephisto is specifically trying to prevent the birth of Mayday Parker. Right, because Mayday Parker is like going to like destroy him. Right, he's like, uh, if you have a kid, that kid's going to be stronger than you are, and I'm just not going to be able to deal with her. So I'm going to yeah. prevent that by stopping you and Mary Jane from getting married. Um, they also retcon sins past, which, <sighs> thank God, because sins yeah. past is sins past. We would have we done sins past. This would have been five hours long. Oh, we still might at some point. Sins past, oh, just to briefly say, it's just fucking Gwen Stacy character assassination. Yeah, we, me, you, and Will need to do Sins past. 
Sims Pass the three is of us screaming at, at the concept of that Gwen Stacy would fucking Gwen Stacy. The Gwen Stacy would lay down with Norman Osborne raw. Yes, not even yeah. Like letting the Green Goblin hit it raw, <laughs> letting Norman Osborn yeah. shoot the club up. That's Nasty work. A horror story. <laughs> That's how you get Harry. Do you want I, Harry? I no. hated saying that. But, uh, <laughs> it's what happens. Exactly Except what it happens. wasn't. It was retconned to be a fucking illusion that they cast on the Green Goblin to make him think that. Yeah, like it was all and Harry's that the fault. And the kids are clones. Crazy. God, Sins Past. Sins Past is a mess. Everything I know about Sins Past, I know it against my will, and uh, I hate it. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, it's bad. It's bad. It's, it's not uh, She Lies with Angels, but it's bad. It's, it's yeah, like, uh, but anyway. Um, this opens so, with uh, a, go- uh, a Rikers Island guard gets attacked by the Sandman. And then the Sandman just fucking copies him. Just just shape the Sandman's shape shifting is an underrated fucking ability. He's the fucking T one thousand. Yes, he just like, becomes anybody. It's great. Uh, I love Sandman. Like, yeah, fucking this is this is a uh, Sandman story, and then it's a fucking Flash Thompson story. This is fucked up. And it's and it's and it's great, and it's such like a tonal shift because it's so hard of a tonal shift. Have you ever read any Peter, Peter still, David book? It's like because he's Peter is still in the black suit, yeah, Spider Man stuff, but he's still making jokes now. Yeah, so and like they don't ever explain what part of uh, my assumption is this takes place after part five. Yeah, this, this, it, yeah, this is clearly like before, before one more, one day, more day. Yes, because he talk, he talks it's about Mary Jane in the story. So funny that he's just like doing his normal Spider-Man shit. He's swinging around. He's he makes a police academy out. joke. Yeah, and can he? <laughs> it's so fucking goofy. Um, the he's, cops he's are trying to catch him, and they just kind of give up. Ah, oh, shit! We can't get him. We have helicopters, but he's Spider-Man. What are we going to do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, And, like, their fucking helicopters jam, and he saves them because he's Spider-Man. We cut to fucking Sandman. Sandman trying to get... People in prison. Yeah, but then they use... They use fucking high-pressure water cannons. Because he's trying to talk the whole time about about, uh, Floyd Baker. And he's like, He's innocent! He didn't kill anybody! And uh, into like the mud man. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck, I gotta get out of here." Uh, I can't. Oh, there's like, like like an anti Sandman task force. Yes, they're like, "All right, here's our gear." Like they have an armory set up for in case a supervillain tries to break in, and they have a specific thing for Sandman. A bunch of fucking super soakers (laughs) going wild. They use the flood from uh from Super Mario Sunshine. Sunshine, yeah. Um, and then we cut to. Peter using the, fucking He's using like, Nightcrawler's image inducer. Yeah, to give himself blonde hair and like the the worst goatee you've ever seen. And he's just chilling with Flash Thompson. Yeah, he's Flash Thompson's assistant coach. And uh Flash, Flash just like Flash goes. immediately sees through it. 
And it's so like like Flash throws a dodgeball at Peter's head. Peter just like instantly goes into Spider Man mode. Just like yeah. jumps in the air, knocks it back. He's like, ah shit. And Flash is I like I might have given myself away. He's like, Oh, so that is you. <laughs> what do you mean? It's like Jesus, Pete, you're terrible at disguises. Yeah, so he fucking it has like a, a holographic image projector, which okay, it's comic books. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, Nightcrawler yeah. uses one in the seventies. Like that's yeah, it's but, an established yeah, piece true. of Marvel tech. It's just funny that like Peter had the wherewithal to go like, I should steal this. Well, he already had it. That's the thing. He gets yeah, he it in it issue fourteen, like, like three issues yeah. before this. He just already so had funny, it with him. But, uh, yeah, but Flash got tipped off by the way Peter talks. Yeah, like they. This is a really like as goofy as this book is in comparison to back and back proper. This is a really good. This story good, is really good. good with Peter and Betty and Flash. Yeah, like this is like for this. Flash hasn't gone to war yet, has he? No, I. Th- uh, or, he does. Or, he has. He is. Okay, so he has he is back, but he hasn't. I think he goes back after a while, and that's when he gets the the thing happens with his legs. I, mm-hmm, gotcha. Uh, but I think but anyway, he's been, he's he like, goes away when they're in college. I think. But it's like a, a nice little scene of just like showing like how far Flash and Peter's friendship has become. Like they're like actually buddies. Like he's like staying with Flash. Yeah, Flash right gives now. him his keys, and he's like, "Hey, go fucking crash on my couch, dude." Yep, and uh, so really, really good moment. Like. It's it's still a very great Spider-Man moment, kind of overshadowed by the fact that he's in the black suit in this. Yeah, this whole story, the next, because there's actually two stories collected in this. Um, this whole time, he's in the black suit. Uh, yeah, like he's still in like back in black mode. Yeah, well, because when the Sandman shows up, like the implication I think is that Flash called the Sandman because the Sandman needed help. And so the Sandman tracks him down, and he's like, he's like fucking, he just, it, like, Peter's a dick to the Sandman. Yeah, like, I mean, can you blame him? Yeah, he, uh, Sandman's like, look, I need your help. And he's like, you're kidding. He's like, I he's wish, like, <laughs> I fucking wish. And he's like, look, this dude is in jail uh, on the, on you know, a bum rap. He's like, what's he accused of? Murdering a bum. Ah, well. Uh, and he's like, but he didn't do it. The whole file is bogus. And he's like, okay, but why should I, like Peter goes, why should I care? More to the point, why should you? And he's like, cause it's my fucking dad, man. And he's like, look, my dad sucks. My dad was a fucking loser, but he's my dad. And he didn't kill this guy. And he, Peter's like, yeah, it's not my problem. Peter only decides to help him after Ben's or uh, after Marco says, "Hey," because he's holding up a picture of Aunt May and Uncle Ben, and he's like, "He's like, come on, you help total strangers all the time. I'm telling you, there's an innocent guy going down for something he didn't do, and you're like, it's not my problem." And he's like, "I don't believe you. See, these two old people, they never hurt anybody, but that man died years ago at the hand of guys like your dad. So why should?" He's like, "Hey, wait, wait a second. And he looks and he looks at the picture. He's like. This is the guy that they accused of that uh, they accused my dad of killing. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is my dead uncle. 
He's like, yeah, okay, but listen, the guy who you said died years ago also died in an alley a few weeks ago. Uh, Here on out, we get a Spider-Man, Sandman, fucking the buddy cop story. Yes. <laughs> so we and cut it's to... Good. It's pretty good. We cut to Uncle good. Ben a few months ago having shot and killed the Spider-Man of, 20, of the year 2211. That's comic books. And this dude, Dennis... Yeah, just like this random goth in a graveyard <laughs> drinking beer. Fucking Pete Wentz. Yes. Steals this steals future Spider-Man's helmet off his corpse. (laughs) Also, he's got this dumb helmet. Um, And like he disintegrates, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention. I added this in my notes. Uh, When um, when Flash uh, when Flash lets Peter crash at his house, he's like, "Hey, you're not just setting me up to get the reward money." And Flash is like. Eh, not worth it. 30 pieces of silver doesn't go as far as it used to. Which is the second Judas reference. <laughs> the second specific Judas reference around this point in time. Because they, uh, during, um, during, uh, Civil War. Yeah, Daredevil, Daredevil calls Tony Stark Judas. Okay, but, oh, was that was that actually Daredevil or was that? Danny Rand pretending to be Daredevil. Oh, that was Danny. That was yeah, it was Danny yeah, that was at Danny. pretending to be Matt. Yeah, and he and he yeah, he, he calls Tony Judas for locking him in the fucking negative zone. <laughs> yeah. Like geez Louise, Tony on some shit. Yeah. Um anyway, fucking Eat and Sandman posing as cops. No, not just posing as cops. Peter is using the image inducer to disguise himself as Jamie Madrox. Yeah, and like. Who at the time is leading X Factor investigations. Like, he fucking. (laughs) He says, yeah, this is my partner, Agent Sands. Yeah, which should have been the tip off, but it didn't click in my head. Yeah, like, like, oh, like. But, um. Yeah, they're fucking. uh, Trying to. Basically, trying to figure out how. Peter's uncle would have been like murdered. The victim? Recently. Because Peter's uncle has been dead for 15 years. Yeah. Uh, but immediately uh, Sandman goes off and <laughs> just just fucking pins this dude against the wall. Yeah. Because the, the cop is like being like a total scumbag. And he's like, oh yeah, you'd be amazed at what you can get from a guy when the PD can't get a defense lawyer down to him for a day or so. It's not like we waterboarded him or anything, but we got our ways. But we could teach you shield guys a thing or two. And this this pisses Sandman off. He blows it. Uh, yeah, Peter's he's, image he's, inducer he's, fails. Um, and they're like, "Fuck, we gotta, we have to leave." Uh, and Sandman blasts a hole through the wall, and they they get the fuck out. Also, yeah, get- Flint is trying to kill this cop. And Peter's like, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> Peter's like, hey, we gotta go, pal. Fucking stop it! <laughs> if you kill this guy, you're on your own. Which is weird, considering that Peter, exactly. <laughs> considering Peter has just almost committed murder nine times. Peter in the broke into Rikers and <laughs> and paintbrushed uh, fucking the kingpin. 
exactly. So it's just like, okay, like weird time for you to have morals, Pete. Yeah. But, uh, they fucking escape. Cause and the, and also the cops are like, oh yeah, we're going to execute your dad in a couple days. Yeah. Your dad's getting the chair. By the way, your dad's going to get fucking roasted. <laughs> uh, and then we cut to Flash and, and Betty Brant. Betty Brant on a date. date. <laughs> just okay. <laughs> just, Cause just well, they chilling. were together back in like the seventies or eighties or whatever the fuck. Yeah, um, they, they were, they were, uh, they were definitely a thing. Yeah. And so Peter's like, or Flash is like, hey, let's get back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're on a date. And um, she, Betty has this line, because they're they're joking around, and she says, uh, Flash, it's okay, I'm just messing with you. Relax, it's just me, just Betty Brandt. Happy to see someone she was lost to, uh, to forever turn out to be, and he's like a complete doofus. She's like, yeah, but you're like charming. They talk about this new school nurse, Miss Arrow, uh... Who is like? Flash has asked her out a couple times, and she's like, "Just turned him down." Uh, Betty's like, "I don't know." She kind of looked at me like I was a threat, and um, and she's like, uh, "She's like, you never know. Some girls like to be pursued." <laughs> just like dropping big hints. She's like, "I." She, she is basically saying, "I would like to fuck you. Can we please, please fuck me?" <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to fucking, I'm, I'm trying to fucking bring Let, up peace. So let's make it happen, Kevin. Pick up the hints. Um, yeah, she goes, she excuses that, herself oh, to the bathroom. Yeah, but that whole little Miss Arrow thing comes up. Yeah, pretty soon. I mean, because like Peter and Marco have an argument about morals and about like Peter realizes like, hey, yeah, actually, uh, my fucking Uncle Ben showed up again a few months ago and then vanished. And so they they decide to go check Uncle Ben's grave. Um, also, if you read these next panels like out of order by accident, it seems like the person that Betty's on the phone with is like, <laughs> like if you read this too fast, it almost reads like uh like they're telling Betty, "Hey, put your pussy on the phone." <laughs> exactly, because like um, I the way that it's written, if you're like. If you're looking weird, if you've been reading manga lately, or if you're reading like vertically or whatever, yeah, it's like she's getting she's fucking sending nudes in this fucking restaurant. Yeah, she's like, no, you can't Uh, say hi. (laughs) (laughs) Like then she gets attacked by spiders. But spiders come up through the toilet like millions of spiders. A metric shitload of spiders just just trying to eat Petty Brant. And then there are no shot. Of Miss Arrow. Yeah, yeah, we get Miss Arrow. Also, there's just fucking cocaine in the bathroom. They frame her for it. They assume yes. that she just been doing lines and freaked out in the bathroom. Yeah, because she's like, she's like, there were so many fucking spiders in here. As she comes out, and the guy's like, the fucking manager's like, I don't see any spiders. However, I do see, and it's just a fucking, it's like a hand mirror. A razor. It's like an orgy of evidence. It's a hand it's mirror, like, like a razor, a straw, kit. and cocaine. Yes. And, and we get like this shot of Miss Arrow lurking uh, in the bathroom, uh, like a fucking weirdo. Also, uh, looping back to Peter and Sandman talking, uh, just a funny bit that I noticed. Flint just makes fun of the fact that Peter is always sitting on walls. <laughs> yes yeah he's like why are you always crouching what's your fucking problem yeah, like, he's like i don't look as cool up standing up 
Yeah, he, yeah. he says, like, why are you always crouching on stuff? How come you don't stand up straight? But he's like, because I don't look cool standing up straight. Don't change the subject. Uh, such a fucking... This, this, this book is so... It's too goofy and too good of a straight-up Spider-Man story to be attached to Back in Black. To Back in Black, yes. He should I be wearing the red it. suit here. Exactly. This is this is a prime, like, red and blue suit story. Yeah. Um, um, and so his spider yeah. sense goes off. They find Dennis uh, hanging out in his fucking van. Says with the, industry gothic on it. Yeah, like, there... I know it smells crazy in this van. Th- this van has uh, to smell insane. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it, yeah, it, it smells like death in there. Like it smells like rotten bananas, old pizza, and ditch weed. Exactly. Like, but he's just like chilling in Spider Man twenty two eleven's helmet. Yeah, just hanging out, chilling in his van. And then uh, he's like, I got, I got this from the Spider-Man from the year 2211, from a few months ago. And Sandman's like, hey, what are you smoking? What are you... Yeah. But naturally, because this is Spider-Man, Peter's like, oh, yeah, I met that guy. Yeah, that makes sense, actually. And he's I know like, who hey, that he, dude is. This old dude Crack. shot him. And then uh, Sandman's like, hey, did it look like this? Uh, and he's like, yeah, 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 that's the guy. Because he shapeshifts into Uncle Ben. I mean, Peter does not like that. Uh, yeah, Peter's like, fuck, stop, cut that shit out. They go to... Yeah, uh, cut that out. Uh, we get a flashback of the um, of the school janitor murdering the principal. And just with a, with a broken mop handle. Yeah, and then he licks he the licks blood. The, yeah, just like, what? Like, okay, James, like, what the fuck is... What are you doing? He, yeah, he just like murders this dude off off camera, licks some blood, and then just he's cut away to them in the sewer. Cut, no, they're in. They're but, still in the van, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and they're like, "This is ridiculous." The bunch of us in a in a van. All we need is a talking Great Dane, and uh, Pete says, "Yeah, well, I get to be Fred." The goth goes, "I'm Shaggy," and which yeah, <laughs> Sandman goes. So does that make me one of the broads? <laughs> like no way. And then Peter calls him Scrappy Doo. <laughs> yeah, and then he goes, "I fucking hate you, man. I fucking oh, I <laughs> wish I didn't need your help to save my dad because I like, want to fucking just, kill you so bad right now." <laughs> it's like this. That one panel makes me wish that we had like more. Part of yes, man. this should have just Sandman been the. This should have been a backdoor pilot for a fucking Spider-Man for, Sandman team up book. Exactly. It's so well, like, they have a really good dynamic. Like you know how Batman recently they uh they rehabbed Clayface. They should have done the same thing with the fucking Sandman here. Absolutely. Just uh, just, just turn him into the, like like a pseudo good guy. Just like uh, affiliation or uh, alignment neutral. Yeah, exactly. Um, but like. Then they move up the, the we get come back to the jail. They move up the Sandman's dad's execution. They're like they're gonna fucking <laughs> they're gonna execute you at midnight. That dude's dying today. <laughs> we got to get you out of here before your kid comes back. Um, and Flash is fucking furious at Betty, and he's like, she's like, I you gotta believe me, I because. Yeah, 
It's like, how, how, how are you just out here doing coke in the bathroom? Because like, like, I wasn't what? doing it, Vlad. She's like, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're, and, they're driving, and she sees Miss Arrow. Yeah. It's like, all, like, just happening to be on that street. Yeah. And like she she goes, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> and Flash just, l- turns to look and ramps right into a cop car like a Modest Mouse song. And then you get arrested and you, you get a, a shot of a bunch of spiders crawling into the sewer. Yeah. Because that's <laughs> not that's at all. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so they pull the, up to the school. And it's like, uh, the helmet starts talking, and it's like, select preferred method of justice to be administered. What the fuck is this? This had to have been, like, a precursor for, like, MCU suit AI. Yeah. Yeah, Honestly, a lot of, like, Peter's characterization, it would not surprise me, because a lot of Peter's characterization is stuff in the MCU is around, um, like, his Civil War characterization. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, they tell they make Dennis stay behind. Uh, they're like Dennis, you're a good dude, but we're not gonna take you in here to fucking track a murderer. What the fuck? So they they get in there, fucking. The I'm, teacher, the principal's walking around with a fucking rifle. Yeah, he just has he has a fucking a fucking shotgun. <laughs> just just a, a fucking pump action. Just hanging and, out. He's been waiting like <laughs> he's like a Fallout NPC. Yeah, he just like just like open a door, you get fucking blasted out. Um, the helmet fucking, tells him this is our target, and the Sandman's like, "Okay, cool, this is our guy," uh, and gets shot because, but it doesn't work because he's made of sand. There are more uh, spiders because, of course, there are. In the vent, like a random shot of those little black spiders that follow Miss Arrow around, or just mm-hmm. like in this in this little panel. Yeah, um, and. Spider-Man 2211 here. Well, first, uh, it's first it's the Sandman. Punches the I, Sandman. Yeah. And he's like, you idiot! Two of them. Yeah, we could have worked together. Now look what you've gone and done. And then he turns back into the Spider-Man from 2211, who, uh, who then throws the helmet out of the window. Uh, and we get a shot of Dennis finding it. Uh, and, and then he, he shapeshifts the it back into the principal. And... Yeah. It starts to click. Peter goes. Uh, he, uh, Peter says, "You're from the future. His future. The only way you could know know that he was the other Spider-Man. That the other Spider-Man was from 2211. And since there's been a future Spider-Man and a future Hobgoblin, and he goes, why not a future chameleon? He goes, why not indeed, Spider-Man? <laughs> and like, fucking he. Yeah. So apparently, this chameleon from 2211 escaped." Um, uh, confinement. Yeah, and ended up forgotten in time or some shit. And mm-hmm. then he shoots Ben Parker problems. in an alley. Yep. Took his blood, turned into him, and left him there to die. And then, uh, Floyd Baker passes by, sees him, uh, and then uh, gets framed for the murder. The by total happenstance. And uh, he says, 
uh, you don't disappoint, Spider-Man. Or shall I call you Ben Riley? That was the most challenging thing. Mo not looking when you came looking for a job. Not laughing when you came looking for a job. He's like, what kind of person are you that you would... He's like, person? When did I ever say I was a person? And it's like a demon. Yes, yeah, like, I... If you would have told me that this was carnage, I would have believed you. Yes. It's just a giant red monstrosity. And he talks in, like, the carnage font. Yep. And then we get a, a, a very funny shot of, like, Sandman fucking him on the head <laughs> with, with a, a mallet. mallet. <laughs> and Peter just getting choked out yep. with both hands. <laughs> He's fucking strangling Peter. It's crazy. Uh, and then like, Peter... Dennis lobs the helmet to Peter, who then uh, slams it onto Chameleon's head and tells the helmet to ag administer justice. It says, form of justice chosen, poetic, justice implemented. And as they flip the switch on Floyd Baker, it flips, uh, it, it sw switches him with, uh, with the chameleon. So then the chameleon, who is in between, like changing between people, uh, is killed uh, in the chair. And they save Floyd Baker. And he's like, hey, remember me? I'm Flint Marco. I haven't seen you since that whole mess on Coney Island. Didn't find out you didn't die until later. And he goes, and at this point, Baker knows that Flint is his son. He, uh, he, he like, they, they mentioned it to him in the jail. And so he's just like, Huh, I hear you're... And he just doesn't tell him that he knows. Yep, and he's like, yeah, I was supposed to be dead right now. Um, so then we, uh, we... The last shot of this issue is... Uh, Miss Arrow hiding an event. Also, I would <laughs> like to add, the covers for this book are... Hilarious in how serious they seem. Like... Yeah, if you've never like, seen it, if you didn't read along, um, look at the cover uh, of back in, of um, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man number twenty, because it is hilarious. Um, it's because because you look at it and you go, "Oh man, this is gonna be some." It's a great cover. It's like a really good cover for a very silly Spider-Man story. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now Miss Arrow, the, the story is about, we, we shift to Miss Arrow as the villain. Also, this story features Kelly Kulik, a real-life former member of the Team USA bowling team. She's yeah, on the PBA tour. Uh, and also, a close friend of Flash Thompson's. Oh, what? Yeah, comics. Yep. Comic book. Book opens with Miss Arrow sitting out or talking in a church to fucking Evilac from the Conan the Barbarian cartoon. And just like a giant shadow spider. Yeah. With like the fucking symbiote font. Yes. It's a, certainly you are sensing that by now you must reduce if you are to survive. And, and she's like, like yeah, yeah, I've decided on eyes on Flash. Yeah, she wants Flash Thompson to be her mate and her host. And her sustenance. She's going to eat him. She's going to get a very. This is somebody's um, fetish. This guy, like, absolutely. 
This is somebody read this and was like, "Hey, hold on a second. I volunteer." Like, I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me when yeah. I write this. But hey, <laughs> um, we get um, like, like a nice little like minor that. Oh yeah, Aunt May's in the hospital. Aunt May's in the hospital, dying, and he's like, "Yeah, so we, I'm sorry, Aunt May. I should have I should have found a way to spare you this. I, I never should have unmasked. I never should have. But I was just trying to do the right thing." What the hell kind of life am I leading where I, whether I do the right or th- right thing or the wrong thing, it doesn't matter because the people I love still suffer. And he starts yelling at God like he's Miro. Yeah, hey, like, hey, God, are you listening? listening? What do you want from... God, I'm just imagining Miro reading this. Like and, some random dude is like, I want you to shut up whoever you are. And, and this Peter Spider-Man. is sitting goes, above his window. He's like, hey, shut up. <laughs> the guy screams. He's like, I should leave. Very funny scene. Uh-oh. So Peter goes back to Flash's apartment, and Betty shows up, and uh, she says, um, "Oh, hello! I'm looking for Flash Thompson. This is his apartment, right?" He says, "Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm here. He's he, he's letting me crash here." She's like, "Hey, didn't I see you at the bookstore signing the other day?" He's like, "Yeah." Uh, and then she's like, "Yeah." And then I noticed that you vanished when Spider-Man arrived. He's like, "Well, that Vulture guy showed up, so I fucking left." And she, so she also immediately. Peter should stop trying this. Peter should stop trying this disguise on people who have known him since he was a teenager, because they all see through it right away. Because they have a a touching little moment. Yeah, because Betty's like immediately sees through it, and then sees the picture of Peter and Aunt May and Uncle Ben sitting there, and she's like, "Why Flash Thompson?" He's like, "Uh, (laughs) you got me." And she's like, oh, God, Peter, it's you. Oh, like, of course Betty sees through this. Not only has she known him since he was a teenager, they worked together at the Daily Bugle. Yep. <laughs> they date? Did they ever date? Peter and Betty, yeah, I think Betty is, uh, if she's not his first love interest, she's his second. Like, because yeah, I can't I remember if he's into her and then Liz Allen or vice versa. But, yeah, he, he and Betty briefly date. Because then she has a line here. Where Betty, like, it comes up later where Betty's like, uh, uh, Betty's like, you know, I still love you. And it's like, when were you ever that close? When the fuck? Yeah, like, like when did this happen? I think they went on, like, a couple dates. I remember their relationship more from Spectacular Spider-Man where Peter and Betty, Peter asked Betty to go to the dance with him. But Betty is, like, a couple, like, this thing is Betty's older than him. Like, Betty, I think it's supposed yeah. to be, like, 17, 18. Like, an intern. And Peter asks her out. And uh, Aunt May, in Spectacular Spider-Man, the show. Which, if you've never watched Spectacular Spider-Man, fucking watch Spectacular Spider-Man. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, it but, is the, the best Spider-Man cartoon of all time. Yeah. Uh, Peter, it's, it's great. Peter asks Betty out. And Betty says, yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, you're a cute kid. Let's go. And then Aunt May shows up. And puts some pressure on Betty and is like, don't you think you're a little old to be dating my Yeah, she fucking big times Betty. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, hey, you, no. No, no, no. no. Not Not my boy. But also, she sets him up with Mary Jane, who is also supposed to be older than him. To be, uh, like, yeah, like... Man, it was moving wild in the street, but I think she was like, <laughs> look, even I can admit that this girl is fine as hell. Well, yeah, I mean, and I think part of it, too, is that Aunt May, she really wants her nephew to date her best friend's niece. Yeah, she she's making moves. She's playing chess. 
Yeah, she's just like she just thinks it would be very funny. She thinks it'd be very sweet if somehow, in a cosmic sense, she and her best friend become like sisters. Which is so funny how like Peter's best like relationship stems from his aunt feeling kind of silly one day. Yeah, because so this is established uh, back in the '60s or late '60s, early '70s. Peter is already hanging out with Gwen by the time he meets Mary Jane. Aunt May doesn't really know that, but she keeps trying to set Peter up with Mary Jane. And then I remember in Spectacular, Peter and Mary Jane, or Peter and Harry, are talking about uh, about Mary Jane because Aunt May keeps trying to set her up with Peter, and Peter keeps. She keeps telling like, oh, she's got such a great personality, Peter. And Peter and Harry are like, yeah, you know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think they actually go, Woof. And then, then MJ shows up and is like, hey, I'm Mary Jane Watson. Look at how fucking hot I am. And Peter cannot. He's like, oh, shit. Oh, I've made a mistake. I, I've made a mistake. Yeah. Peter... Like, I have never seen someone realize that they are punching out of their weight class. Oh, like, yeah. They, and that happens Peter every time they meet in the comics. Uh, except for, I think, in Ultimate, where they've known each other since they were kids. He's just like, he meets Mary Jane, and he just freezes. Because he's like, I don't know what the fuck I am doing. I am so out of my depth here. Because this woman is a... In a room full of dimes, she would be $100. Uh, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's Buckwild and speaking of Buckwild women uh, in this comic you get Miss Arrow just spying on Flash yeah she well Flash is getting with someone. yeah Flash is he gets his car towed by his friend Kelly Kulik uh, and then he's like hey by the way you wanna uh, you wanna Embarrass the kids on my uh, on my high school bowling team. Flash says the phrase. I, I wrote it down here. Uh, the phrase "varsity bowling squad" is said here, yeah, which at is some point words I've never heard in my entire life. No, fuck. No. My high school did have a golf team, which is weird. Uh, but yeah, mine, mine did too. Um, New Orleans, of all places, we had a golf team. <laughs> Just we playing golf in the swamps of New Orleans. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Oh God! Get fucking voodoo hazards. Just a mess. Yeah, it's like you fucking you hit like you hit a, a ball and like a fucking pelican just eats it, flies away. That's yeah. birdie dog. I'm sorry, <laughs> game over. Uh, Miss Arrow goes fucking another one. God, women are like weeds with him. I chop one down, another pops up. Because Flash Thompson, to the naked eye, appears to be Mr. Bitches. Flash, like, this comic makes you think that Flash fucks. That Flash fucking pull. Flash does not, and it's a stat, like, a plot point later that it has been a while. Yeah, Flash does not fuck, but she thinks he does. Yeah, she thinks that he is. She thinks that he is teeing him up and knocking him down. Um, yeah, like she, she, yeah, she really has it in her mind that, that she has competition. Well, honestly, if she just walked up to him and was like, he'd "Hey," be down. he asked her out before, and she turned him down. Uh, yeah, and she so does the fucking 
the Black Widow superhero landing. Yeah. I mean, she's standing kind of, like, her pose here before she jumps down. She's standing with her hands on her hips, hips turned, popped kind of. Like, mm. She is she is scorned. She's like, yes. I'm I need to kill this blonde bitch because this she's This is a great design, by the way. I think like Miss Arrow yeah. is a, a really great like fucking Arrow looks. looks. Uh they should bring mm-hmm. this back. It's awesome. So Peter and Betty are talking and she's like, You need to be I need you to be honest with me. And she's like he's like, I don't get it. You, knowing my identity, knowing what I kept from you, and she's like, Would you feel bad if I were mad at you? And he's like, No, I just I don't know why you aren't. Uh, and so that's where we get the line where Betty's like, in some respects, I never stopped loving you. When were they ever that serious? Even Peter's like, what the fuck did you just say? Like, his yeah. face is like, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like, they have a thi- they have a thing briefly. Uh, cause, oh yeah, yeah, they, I, I just looked it up, uh, cause I forgot why they break up before. She realizes that Peter has... Um, oh no, she thinks that Peter is more into Liz Allen, and then they break up. They are, like they are not together that long. All, all this tells me is that Betty Brandt has just always been pining for Peter. Yes, that she always and they worked together. And no, she for, yeah for years. At any point, she could have been like, "Hey, look, I was kind of wild now before. Do you want to try again?" But now that I think about it, there is not that much time between. So Peter starts college. He meets Gwen. They start dating. Then Gwen dies, and he gets with Mary Jane immediately. Yeah, no one. Uh, yeah, well, because Gary Conway was like he wanted to write Peter and Mary Jane together. That was the reason why Peter and um, Peter and, Peter and Jake get together. And that's why Gwen, reason Gwen dies is because Jerry Conway wanted to write Mary Jane. Are Peter and Betty a thing in Brand New Day? You, I I have not touched Brand New Day in a decade. I would have I, to look. I, I, I know that Mary Jane's around, but they're not together. I'm like, yeah, like my, my brain just goes, Peter is with Mary Jane, then Brand New, one more day happens, and then Peter's with Carly. So if he got if he gets with Betty in the in between there, I don't know, because I know that Flash and Betty are together here for a while. Um, uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah, some very good just like interpersonal Spider-Man shit is happening, and this is where Betty learns that Principal is it's been murdered, yeah. and Peter's like, yeah, he's been dead for a while. It's it's a whole thing. Uh, he just goes, oh, yeah. Uh, how, she's asked him, how do you know that? He goes, a shape-changing villain from the future told me. <laughs> that's, she doesn't blink. She doesn't flinch. She's, she's just guy. like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, right. that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Weirder things happen in your uh, life, I'm sure. Exactly. Uh, and then uh, Nurse Arrow's like, hey, Flash. Uh, like, we get a flashback to Peter and Flash hanging out in his office, talking about, just talking, uh, <laughs> talking shop. And I I would like to add, Peter's disguise goatee is so terrible. It is. I don't know why he picked. He he looks like the prime suspect in his fucking <laughs> serial killer documentary. He looks ridiculous. He he's got a handlebar mustache and then a soul patch all the way yes, down like a, sting. A trident goatee. <laughs> 
it defies description. It's so nasty. It's. I don't know what they were thinking when that was the fit, but my god, yeah, just yeah, hell looks, of a choice. Looks fucking ridiculous. Also, like, and it, 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 he decided, all right, Ben Riley, we're gonna use that name again because uh, I'm blonde now. Because I guess at this point Ben is dead, so he's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just use my brother's yeah. name. Like, uh, yeah, the flashback of when Flash met Miss Arrow. There's a bit of flirting, and like Peter is like instantly just like skeeved out by her. Like, yeah, he's I like, hmm, this bitch seems weird. Uh, he yeah. well because his spider sense doesn't he doesn't it doesn't tip her him off to her. He doesn't see her at all. Um, and so Betty gets the bright idea, or Betty and Peter get the bright idea to Google Sp- Arrow and Spider, and he's like, maybe she's a professional spider trainer. I don't know. And then it clicks in Peter's head that Arrow is refers to spiders of the genus Arrow, uh, the person made of spiders, the cannibal spiders, from when he got turned uh, from the, the from the other, where he gets turned right. into a living spider and dies and gives birth to himself. <laughs> Which I, that was almost going to be run. Want to talk about, but that's like fucking twelve issues. It's a yeah. long run. Yeah, that's that's up there though. That's like probably like I probably like that arc more than Black and Black. I like talking about like, it because it's very stupid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, it's like also prime comic book bullshit. Yes, like like that is like a prime goofy Spider Man story, but. Uh, it's still, it's still pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so back when you know he, like, like Marcus just said, he remembers all that. We get a really good shot of either an actual spider person, like a person made of spiders. Yes, she is made of spiders. Uh, and, uh, which I would like to add, the she is made of spiders, and the spiders also decide to give her titties. Yeah, they just have titties. Yeah, because of course <laughs> the spiders form in the shape. Of titties, it's because, and she has nails, just like yes, just like nails and titties, like okay, yeah. like yeah, it's um, like readers, we need you to know this is a woman, like how, <laughs> her titties, like all right, yeah, and so uh, Miss Arrow shows up to the the bowling uh, to the bowling uh, shit, and um, and uh, Flash is like, oh hey, what the fuck, what are you doing here? Uh, and she's like, he's like, you, when you come around, you come, you do it all of a sudden, huh? And she's like, come on, come meet my friend. And, uh, she's like, uh, Kelly Kulik, pro bowler. Ke- yeah, pro bo- real pro bowler, Kelly Kulik. Um, and she's like, we got to go flash. And flash is like, I'm not fucking leaving. What are you talking about? She's like, look, Flash, things have come up. I've got a narrow window of opportunity. He's like, I can't leave. Uh, yeah, then she, yeah, then she shoves she shoves Kelly down. And um, she says, I'm trying to give you a singular honor, Flash. Listen. <laughs> I'm trying to get honored singularly. How do I? 
if someone if someone who looks like that said I am that, trying to give you <laughs> I don't care what else I'm responsible them. for that day I would have stolen them bowling shoes and went home I gotta, go. <laughs> I gotta leave right now charge my card because I'm getting out of here I got right, I I'm gotta getting, go I'm, getting, I'm, I'm getting running out of the building stuff. yelling I gotta go like Nitro's running into an overrun like I'm getting my balls touched now because I fuck what fuck what you got going on in this bowling alley. I gotta go. Honor that stake. I gotta get out of here. Listen, I, if she says I'm trying to give you a singular honor, that means she's trying to let you do the weird stuff. Yeah, she yeah. Some you about to learn some shit. You, you about to learn like some you, stuff about yourself. You didn't have kinks. You will later because <laughs> no, I'm no trying one, to no give one, you a singular honor. No one says that. If they are not about to tie you to a wall or something. <laughs> She's like, I can do this great thing where I can put one of my legs behind my head standing up. She's about man. to break that man in half. <laughs> she, 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 like, like, she's going to peg him. <laughs> she is strapping Flash up. He, he's going to like it whether he wants to or not. He's going to learn... Cut to him in his office, and he's like, "Listen, Pete. I know it sounds crazy, but like, you know, don't knock it till you try it." He's like, "Pete, don't knock it till you try it." Do you? You are a science teacher. You know where the male G spot is. Yeah, like if you think about it, it's weird that I didn't do it before. (laughs) I can see Flash trying to explain the logic. (laughs) Explain to Peter, like, listen, have you ever, have you ever had your prostate touched? Like, I'm more of a man because I get pegged, Peter. How about that? <laughs> think about that? that? I'm more of a man than you because I'm okay with getting pegged? You and and then Peter looks at him and he's like, I'm married to Mary Jane Watson. You think you have to explain this to me? Exactly. Oh, Mary Jane has definitely... Mary Jane is absolutely... At, they've tried 100. it once. They've tried it once. She was like, listen, some of the girls on the set were saying that they had, you know, that their, their boyfriends really liked it. I you know, listen, we don't have to do it if you don't want to. And Peter's like, look, uh, you know, the things I you, do for if, love. If it don't make you happy. Yeah, yeah. It's like, whatever. Because Peter has Peter has bio-life energy. He's like, if, if this is what you want, if you want to fuck me in the ass, Mary Jane Watson, so be it. All right. We've spent too long on this break. It's our anniversary. Let's get a little crazy for once. I mean, and look, Peter and Mary Jane were married. For about 20 years, 20 real world years, they get married in like 87 and then their marriage yeah, gets absolutely. erased during one more day, which is 2007. So yeah, they're married for like they're, 20 they're years. Yeah. yeah. At, I'll, at I'll say point, <laughs> at some point the conversation was had. At some point, somebody got fucked in the ass and it wasn't Mary Jane. And it wasn't Mary Jane. Yeah. It was not Mary Jane. Um, anyway, fucking, um, uh, <laughs> Arrow is trying to get Flash out of this bowling alley so she can fucking so she can him put off. a baby in him. <laughs> she she fucking chokes him, and <laughs> Kelly Kulik, pro bowler, hits her with a bowling pin. Yeah, in the back of the head. <laughs> and she's she vomits spiders on him. <laughs> we got we have got to get the fuck out of here. Just absolutely, and then Spider Man swings in. Uh, right on time. Yeah, to save Kelly Kulik from dying in a hail of fucking spiders. Peter and bowls her down the lane. 
and admittedly, really cool shot of Arrow being like, ha- like half covered in spiders. With yeah, like half her clothes. Like really cool shot. Like like like. I agree. Like this character concept Incre- should come back. I w- yeah, I was like, they should bring this back. This is good. They should let yeah, Miles this- deal with this now. Yes, because this is this is fucking tight. Uh, she no, goes. Like she turns into spiders. spiders. Goes underground and tosses the tow truck into the sky with fucking with them in it. With them in it while being made of spiders. So Peter swings in, saves Kelly, and is like, uh, "All right, I gotta go save Flash." And then Flash is already gone. Flash is gone. Got gone spider gone. napped. Um, and so Peter is sitting there and then the cops pull up and they're like, freeze, don't move. And he's like, fucking dude, whatever, dude. man. Uh, and then well, up the gun on the phone still. Yeah. Yeah. He, Cause the phone goes off and Betty call cause it's Betty calling flash. And, uh, she, Betty says, I had his cell phone number in my Rolodex here. Betty Brant. Betty, it's 2007. How the fuck do you still have a Rolodex? Like, you have at least a Nokia with a contact list. Yes, like, why are you yes, you're calling from your cell phone. Yeah, how do you like? How do you just like not have any numbers in it? Like, including like, the guy you were just dating. This is like the only thing that really dates this book is like the cell phones. Yeah, it's like everyone just has like flip phones. I mean, they're um, coming back. Uh, oh, and it's yeah. like, uh, he's like, hey, so uh, I, th- I think I know where she is. Uh, and she's, he's like, by the way, she is made out of spiders. Uh, this cop tries to pop the trunk on Peter. Yeah, like he has an armory. <laughs> he's got. In his trunk. He's got several gas grenades. He, he's The back of this dude's car looks like the merchant's shop from Resident Evil 4. Yeah, like this dude supplies the Punisher with weapons. Like, <laughs> like his trunk is loaded. It's fucking nuts. And then Peter um, gives him this speech about giving up. Uh, he's like, "Do you know how fucking easy it'd be for me to give up?" Um, he's like, "Captain America gave up, and he got fucking killed. So fuck off, fuck you, go yeah. to hell." Uh, Breaks and, a shotgun in half. <laughs> yeah, breaks shotgun in half, and then some dude happens to take video of Peter yelling at this cop. Uh, and then we cut to Flash inside the church with Miss Arrow. He is he has been webbed to the ceiling, um, and she's like, she's like, hey, so check this out. You're like she reaches inside herself and pulls out a fucking egg sack, points at Flash, and goes. That's, there's your daddy. Say hello. And he's like, what the fuck is this? Daddy, I, we haven't. And she's like, yes, Flash, I know we haven't. Particularly, you haven't with anyone for quite some time. God, man, Our get some folks. pussy sometime. Uh, you are you are tied to a ceiling of a church and a spider woman, a literal spider woman, telling you that you get no pussy. <laughs> worst worst possible day you could ever have and this dude loses his legs in a couple of years yes this is this worse is than that happened to him 
<laughs> like, this is the worst thing that happened to Flash. Uh, but yeah, like, she fucking gets up close to him, shows him exact. She's like, yeah, I'm shoving this down your throat. Yeah, she's like, uh, when I free you from this cocoon, you and I will finally become one. She, okay, so the, the exact thing is, I've got it written down here. Uh, he has a buildup of, of that my note is, Arrow is targeting Flash because he has a, quote, buildup of tantric energy. Read as, he hasn't fucked in a while. Yeah. Um, he, is, he is big horny, and she needs that. She's like, yeah, 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 this works for me, actually. Again, this all just feels like edging. This all just feels like yeah. someone describing edging. Uh, she's like, you have a, you have so much tantric energy. Uh, and the whole time, Flash is just like, this bitch tells me I don't fuck. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Why did you? She's like, you'll release your tantric energy into me. I will siphon it back into you. Which that sounds like snowballing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like whoever whoever wrote this book. Peter was David. Going some shit. Peter, Peter it, David. That's some weird. That man has life. a fat life account. Like that <laughs> man is into some shit. <laughs> like goddamn. She's like, like he, how, he he stuck all of this into this book without anyone going. Hey man, you all right? You got That's some shit you want to talk about? You, you like, need... everything good at home, dog? Because this is weird shit. For a few days, Pete. Yeah, but uh, um, she she's like, you release your tantric energy into me. I will siphon it back into you, and by this time tomorrow, my children will hatch fully formed. He's like, but what about me? He's like, they'll eat you on the way out. But your spirit will live on in them. And Flash has a great line here. He says, can't my spirit keep living on in me instead? <laughs> Just what an idiot. Like, look, like I know I'm supposed to die here, but what if I did? <laughs> Got a point. What if I don't? Please. And she's yeah, like, and she's like, open up, Flash. And he just will not open his mouth. He's like a dog with something in his mouth. <laughs> just like, like, like. Down to the, the sound effects written like, out mm-mm. on the page. Yeah. Uh, uh. And then fucking Pete shows up and uh he fucking it's like Peter Peter's stingers come fucking... back. Well his stingers yeah. uh he says later that his stingers he hasn't seen them in a while. So I guess for whatever he... reason they can only come out when he's fighting someone like Arrow. Well I, like I always thought that he just like chose to not use, not use them. them. No, he just doesn't he just can't use them, I guess. Uh, and so we cut away to the Daily Bugle, uh, where there's a big thing on the side of the Daily Bugle building that says, it says, uh, it's a picture of Peter and it says back in black, question mark. Um, so then it's Peter yelling at the cop and it's Peter holding the guns and they're about to buy the video from this dude. Oh no, the, uh, the video is on YouTube. Um, and they're like, he's like, oh Yeah. Yeah, that damn Spider-Man. I finally got him. Being a menace. Also, my J. Jonah Jameson is just Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Robbie. Did I miss a memo about no longer being the publisher? No. What's the word, boss? And he's like, Jonah, why do we... We don't have to fucking do this to this guy, man. We don't... We really don't have to do this. And he's like... Yeah. He's unmasked, on the run. His aunt is hospitalized. And Captain America is fucking dead. He's like, how did he get involved in this? I had nothing to do with it. He's like, yes, you did. Every you and every blowhard who couldn't see this brave man, brave men and women for the selfless heroes they are. Like Robbie just fucking tears him a new ass. Yeah, he fucking 
scripts. Like he's like, you spent years stoking public sentiment against them, Jonah. Years. It might as well have been your finger on the trigger. And it's my fault too because I wasn't able to stop you. Like he's like him up. he hosed us for years. What are you fucking stupid? What are you blind? <laughs> How could you have not known? How many coincidences were needed for Peter and Spider-Man exactly. to have been two different people? And he's like, the simplest explanation was that Peter was Spider-Man. I, you knew it. Uh, uh, you knew it deep down. And I know I did, but you loved the money that you got from it. And then uh, Jonah fires him. Or yeah, I think that happens later. But Peter, we come back to Peter fighting Miss Arrow. Uh, and she's like, I am your other... Uh, and they they fight with the stingers. We get some really good fucking detail on these stingers. They're fucking sick. Yeah, they look very, very tight. Like I, very Wolverine's yeah, bone like, claws. Yeah, like I think the only times we've seen the stingers have been in the other. In here, this, I think it's they come back in, in Spider what Island. If, yeah, I think they come back in Spider Island, and I think in that what if for the other where mm. Peter chooses to die, the Venom symbiote bonds with him. Like he has the stingers then because he stabs mm-hmm. Luke Cage with them. Jesus. Other than that, other than that, he just like never uses them, which yeah. is a shame because they're fucking tight. Yeah, uh, I think Miles has them, doesn't he? Miles, Miles has the has venom them? thing where he right, the yeah. touch. Um, and so uh, Honestly, give, those, give him to Kane. Has. Give, give him to Ben. Somebody. I think Kane does have them. Kane does yeah, have them. Yeah. I think he uh, uses them too. Let's say actually, if you're gonna give them to somebody fucking random, give him the give give him to Anya. Why not? Fuck it. Yeah, I, I think Kane does have him, and he does use him because he's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, because Kane's out of his fucking mind. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, so this issue ends with two things happening, which are uh, it seems like Miss Arrow has gotten the drop on Peter, uh, and she's shoving the, the egg sack down his throat, and um, uh, Jonah fires Robbie here. And then we open the next issue with Robbie... Uh, Robbie gets home and his uh, wife's like, hey, you're home early. Uh, and he goes, oh, wait a second, you're home early. What happened? Who died? And he's like, oh, I got fired. And she just laughs and she's like, there's just way worse things this could have been. And she's like, fuck it, that job sucked. Yeah. Jonah she sucked. Straight up, she straight up goes, is Tombstone back? Like, yeah. imagine living in New York City. <laughs> imagine living in fear of Tombstone. Tombstone yeah. is basically... Like, in terms of what he must be to people in New York, he's just Omar from The Wire. Yeah, like, his tombstone back? No? Oh, phew. <laughs> <Be worse. laughs> uh, and then, so, Randy comes in. Randy, who also should be, because he was Peter and Flash's classmate, he should be, like, 30. Yeah, he's living at home. Yeah, just hanging out, <laughs> living the dream. Uh, and, and Randy's like, Randy tells... What so I have a, as a note here, which is what the fuck does why the fuck does Peter David write Randy like this? Yeah, like he blames Peter for this. Well, that, but also he says he says uh, this isn't a joke, huh? Dad, are you gonna take this? You could say it was racial. Yeah, just like and doesn't and isn't joking. He means that sincerely. And he's like dead serious. Like you could you could go yeah. to the papers and say that Jonah J. Jonah Jameson is a racist. It's like what yeah, like, the like, fuck? 
a very weird series, like series of payoff that don't really mean much of anything. Like also, yeah, because the way he writes, he, he's like, it's unfair that Peter Parker should cost you your job. He's like, if he had never owned masks, none of this would have happened. Randy is supposed to be Peter's best friend. Yeah, like they're like tight. So this they're is extremely a, close. They've been roommates by this point. Yeah, like this is just like wildly uncharacteristic of Randy. Yeah. Um, uh, and then later when they're talking, um, when Jonah comes over, uh, because Randy, Randy, Robbie, and uh, I, I missed her name, but Mrs. Robertson makes the jo- they all make the same joke. And he's like, what the fuck is with you people and this one joke? And Randy literally goes, what do you mean, you people? Yeah, it's it's Who is this guy, man? Uh, I don't know what could have been happening around this time to make them write Robbie this way. Because Jonah makes a fucking Jesse Jackson joke at him. Oh, God. He's like, he calls him, uh, no, he makes an Al Sharpton joke. He's like, thank you, Reverend. <laughs> what? Jeez. Uh, like, Miss Arrow is trying smash to... Smash Yeah, Arrow trying to shove this thing down uh, down Peter's throat. Because she's got him with one of her stingers. And she's like... Yeah. He's like paralyzed. And so Flash, uh, as a sacrifice play, it is like... Alright, you want to shove that thing down my throat? Fine, do it. And she's yeah. like... <laughs> She's like, no, uh, that's very heroic of you, Flash, but events have passed you by, dear heart. And then she goes to shove it down Peter's throat because she's like, it won't make as many as Flash. Yeah, this is one of my favorite jokes in this thing. She's like, it won't make as many as Flash would make because you don't have as many as much tantric energy, which is to say Peter and Mary Jane fucked a lot. They have been fucking. Yeah, they haven't fucked lately because you know his aunt is yeah. was shot. They they be fucking. But Peter and Mary Jane get down and get down crazy. Yeah, uh, he be making sex swings with his webs. <laughs> he be tying <laughs> her up. He he's probably sticking to the ceiling and just oh, yeah, doing absolutely. Because remember when um. I know that Silk's original presentation is like wildly problematic because she's like just like an over-sexualized she's an Asian woman who's over-sexualized but the panel of her and Peter on the ceiling is really funny like yeah hilarious it's like I love how like for a while that that whole thing was we can't be around each other because we want to fuck too much we, it makes us too horny yeah but anyway uh speaking of uh like people blowing shit up Eddie Action Betty yeah. shows up with a shotgun. Yeah, my my note here is why is Betty Moira McTaggart? Yeah, like she <laughs> is just like just ready for like she fucking shoots the egg sack, shoots arrow in the chest. And then shoots her in the head, and shoots both her arms off, and, and then she shoots her shoots her legs her. off. Just, just annihilates her. Uh just... and they are. Peter's like, how the fuck did you hurt her with that? With this seemingly normal shotgun. And Betty's like, oh yeah, these are silver bullets with crosses in them. She and grabbed them from her house. Yes, she just has these at home. 
Betty Brant yeah. just has a shotgun and silver slugs. Just in case. Just, just ready to go. You know, just in case. Yeah, you never know. You might need to blast some, a spider lady in New yep. York City. Yeah, like and so uh, she goes to get away. Miss Arrow tries to leave. And she's like, she's like, I'll be waiting. As soon as you close your eyes, you'll have spiders on your eyelids, up your nose, down your throat. When you try to scream, you'll just vomit up spiders. And, and Flash is like, I'm going to throw up. Uh, and Peter, <laughs> Peter goes after her. Because uh, he's like, I don't want... I don't want her to come after you guys. So I, I've got to take her out. He's like, but he's like, take the gun. This is the start of people constantly trying to give Peter Parker guns. Because we talked about it before we started. When So in the aftermath of One More Day, Peter is on the Avengers team. Uh, and it's like him. That Avengers team is crazy. It's him, Luke Cage, uh, Iron Fist, um, Jessica Jones... Hawkeye as Ronan, um, Wolverine, and Bucky Barnes as Captain America. They're like full or like secret Avengers at this point. They're, I think that's still in New Avengers. Okay, gotcha. Um, And Bucky is constantly trying to give Peter a pistol. It's just like just just like he has like extra nine millimeters on him he's, at all. He's time. like got a ruler and he's like, You want this? And he's like, Fuck it, no man. Stop doing I don't this. Want a gun, dog. <laughs> Why do I you keep trying to give people. this to me? And he's like, I think you might need it. And Bucky like Bucky looks at him like he's crazy for not wanting the gun. Yeah, like like I think it's weird that you don't use the gun. <laughs> yeah. Personally. Don't look at me like I'm weird. Uh, you live in New so, York City without a gun? What's wrong with you? <laughs> what's your problem, man? Uh, so Peter goes after Miss Arrow, who has made a web parachute and is flying, uh, fl- flying through New York on it. Peter grabs hold of her, and he uses his stinger to drop her into the aviary at the at the Sir, New Zoo. like fucking Izuna drop. Yes, <laughs> just out of the sky. <laughs> and then she is attacked and eaten alive by birds. I birds. <laughs> he just they fucking absolutely. It appears looks like a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, my note is why is he hentai Woody? Yeah, he's just like <laughs> reveling in this. He's like this, he's like he says the earth. aviary, and he's like smirking like a fucking. He looks yeah, he looks like a serial killer. Yeah, he looks unhinged. Like <laughs> he looks more he, unhinged here than he does in the first part of this trade when he's beating the shit out of all those guys. Yep. And so yeah, she and like a panel of her getting dive bombed by birds and screaming, "Get away! Get away!" And Peter's just standing there and like, Aah! it's so crazy. And like, Peter like, has like a truly terrible line here. He has a truly awful line here. He says, don't worry, Arrow. If the police come around investigating the experience of Nurse Arrow, I'll tell them it was foul play. And then (laughs) the next page is Flash going, you should be ashamed of yourself. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, you should be in prison. How dare you? (laughs) Go to jail. I'm I'm about to call Iron Man right now. (laughs) 
goddamn loot lady. And like, like, it's weird because next one is just about Jameson. Like, next issue. Yeah, the, the next issue is about Jameson and Robbie. Like, uh, so like, Peter, Peter is like, hey, I'm gonna, uh, go. Cause, um, he, Betty has a bunch of voicemails, and Flash is like, look, I feel so lousy about how I treated her. I want to make her up to her. Good thing I got plenty of tantric energy to do it with. And Peter's like, I'm going to pretend <laughs> I didn't hear that. You expend your energy however you like to. I'm going to go take a shower, man. Uh, Peter's just like, yeah, fuck her on the couch. Whatever. I, I won't be alive yeah. to the world for the next 30 minutes. So do as you want. Um, he, uh, and Peter learns about Robbie. Yeah. They find out about Robbie. And uh, this is where we get the, the three jokes in a row where the whole Robertson family tells this, says the same thing to J. Jonah Jameson. Because Jonah knocks and uh, Randy answers the door. He says, who's there? J. Jonah Jameson. J. Jonah Jameson who? You're hilarious, Randy. Now open up. I want to talk to your father. Why? You want to fire him some more? And then uh, Jonah opens the door. Face fucked up, hand fucked up with a bottle of wine in his hand. And, uh, he, uh, he's like, I ran into a door. Don't fucking ask about it. Um, and she says, oh, Martha is her name. Martha Robertson. Uh, he says, uh, he says, I, I don't need ice for my face. I just need two glasses and your husband. And Martha says, what are you going to do? Fire him some more? <laughs> Uh, he's like repetition. That's just lazy. You people need really you you people really need more uh, new writers. And Randy goes, "You people meaning what?" He's like, "Fucking don't, <laughs> uh, yeah. don't start with All me." Time. Uh, and uh, we get a flashback to earlier in the day where just like a bunch of webs, yeah, in James's office with a note, yeah, uh, and it's full, basically it's an address. Meet me, uh, meet me at this address, come alone. Uh, and it's like this old gym that, uh, a mob boss used to own and Peter, just nobody ever took it over. Like, nobody bought it, so Peter's just been hanging out here. He's just chilling in the fucking boxing ring. Yeah. Uh, and so Peter tries to get him to rehire uh, Robbie. Jonah's like, "Fuck off, fuck you." No, I'm not doing it. Uh, and it's a he's like, "Look, there's a mountain of crap you've done over the years that you can't undo. You can fix this though, so fix it." And he says, "What do you want from me, Jonah? It's always a, it's always about me. What do you want?" Talk to my lawyer. He's like, how do you talk to me? Also, Jonah is suing him. I don't remember why. He just is. Um, I think he's suing him I, for fraud, have, I think. Yeah, because he was like, you sold me pictures of Spider-Man. But you are Spider-Man. You're a Spider-Man, so no, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah I, like my note here is just Jesus Christ, Jonah. Because uh, he yeah. says... He says, how about thank you? Is that in the papers? You could try saying that. And he says, thank you. He's like, yeah, see, it wasn't so hard. Uh, why should I thank you? For boosting your circulation with all the pictures I sold you. 
than saving your son or saving you or saving the world. And he's like, oh yeah, how about your uncle or your aunt or George Stacy and his daughter? How do you saving them work out for you? And like it's just a, a beat and Shota goes, yeah, was, sorry. <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> like, I, I took that too far. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, but and then Jordan's just like, look, I'll make a deal with you. I'll either rehire Robbie, Robbie or I'll or... drop the lawsuit. And Peter says, drop the lawsuit. <laughs> really? Really? Uh, and then he slides into the ring, and all I could think of was Vince sliding in the ring at the 05 Rumble and tearing both the squads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and so they, uh, he's like, why the fuck would you tell me to drop the lawsuit instead of rehiring Robbie? You said it so fast. And he's like, Jonah, I'm not stupid. The reason I chose the lawsuit is because you have no intention of not rehiring Robbie. We both know you yeah. will. You fired him to provoke me. And he's like, well, let's pretend that I did it. Uh, that's why I did it. Uh, why would I, why would I want to do that? And then Peter's just like, hit me. Just fucking hit me. Just, And they takes argue some. Off. Yeah, takes his mask off. He's like, fucking hit me. And he's like, he's like, you, you've got no problem sending fucking su- robots and supervillains after me, but you won't just hit me yourself. Does your son know That's how gutless, gutless you are? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, does your wife know? Fucking, I'll let everybody know that you're, a, <laughs> I think he starts to call him limp dick. Yeah, he goes like, you're a gutless, cravous, spineless limp, and then... Yeah, and then Jonah starts hitting him. Gets rocked by Jonah. And then he's like, just keep doing it. Just keep fucking hitting me. And he just, Peter just keeps getting up. And then he, uh... He, record, he recorded the whole thing. He said, run them on the front page. Spider-Man too afraid to lift handle lift hand against Crusading Bugle Editor. You'll make way more money than suing me would give you, because I have no money. So that's why Jonah's hand is fucked up, because he busted Peter's face. I beat the shit out of him. And then he's, oh. he destroys the film, and he starts to walk down the hall, and does actually run into a door, because Betty opens <laughs> the bathroom door, and just clobbers him. Uh, yep. And he's like, did you, you really walked into a door? Um... And so him and Robbie talk about it, and he's like, Peter wanted you to hit him because he feels like everything that's going wrong in his life is his fault. And you, as much as you hit him, it's probably a fraction of what he thinks he deserves. Um, and he's like, was Peter right? Were you just firing me to get a show uh, just to get him? And he's like, yeah. He's like, you can't use people like this. Uh, that's, that's Jonah, though. Jonah, yeah. Jonah fucking sent... <laughs> those fucking spider slices after him. Yeah. <laughs> like, he, that man's unhinged. Yeah, and then no, Peter steals the wine. <laughs> yep. There he's like, he's like, Jonah, what if I don't want to come back? And he's like, then I'll just give you more wine. And then Peter has just stolen the wine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Very, also, the, the it's worth mentioning, Peter sad. doesn't, uh, Peter is not swinging away with the wine, implying he sat there while they talked and drank the wine. Oh. Uh, uh, and yeah, the next issue, is, the last issue in this trade is the annual, which is, uh, this is an all-timer, man. 
this 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 is a uh, I hadn't read this in a in a long time until this episode, this episode this issue is like all about Sandman. Yeah, this is this annual is uh, Sandman's origin story. Um, it's about him and his mom and how he took the name Flint after a teacher he had a crush on. Yep. Um, it's it's very good. So he, we he was a he was a sand artist. He loved making shit with sand. He was a sculptor. As a child, he had like he was like a prodigy. Like, oh. And then he gets bullied. This kid, uh, this kid Vic, calls him a panty waist. Smashes his smashes his shit up and beats his face in. And uh, like Sandman's mom is crying about it, and she's like. If I had been a better wife and not drunk so much, maybe your dad wouldn't have left us. What the fuck, man? Right? That's like a that's some heavy shit to say to a child. Yeah, because fucking Flint here yeah, like, is like maybe 10, 11 years old. Like he's maybe at oldest a middle schooler. Um, like all these all these flashbacks are like cut in with like current Sandman fighting Spider Man. Yeah, like red and blue suits by the man at this point, point. Um, and it's just like his inner monologue as he fights, um, Peter at I'm assuming the Coney fair Island. on the beach. They're, yeah. they're fighting at Coney Island. The, um, there. So it's God. There's so many good. Like a lot of this is narration with Sandman, who learns how to fight uh, from watching. From he says, I spent the next month. Every spare moment, practicing moving like sand and water. And the next time Vic and his buddies tried something, all I could think, all I could think of was, "You can't touch me. You can't hurt me." Every time you think you have your hands on me, I slip through your fingers like water, like sand. Like he just beats the shit out of these guys. He says, "I I learned several major things about power that day. I learned that guys respect and fear it. That girls are attracted to it. And those who have power over you, whether they're principals or cops." They don't give a damn about what's right or wrong, just or unjust. They just want to show you who's boss. And like then he, he he assembles a posse. He like of the kids he beat up. Yes, he <laughs> he fucking Dario Cuatos them. He's like, yeah, like he beats their ass and goes like, "You work for me now." And they yeah. go, "Okay." Yeah. Uh, like, so his crew includes this dude Vic uh, and these other two dudes. We don't really. I don't think we can find out their names, but yeah, we see them grow names. up through middle school and then in high school. And by high school, Flint has gotten fucking jacked. He's huge, he's big as shit. He's like, <laughs> like he plays football. He's like yeah. huge. Yeah, it's like a fucking wide receiver. Uh, but his buddy on the right of him in this page, <laughs> he looks like the fucking rubber band man from Static. But okay, white. I'm glad you said that because yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> He's wearing this dude is wearing a uh, a yellow a yellow shirt, like a yellow button down, wide open, uh slacks a blue do rag. And a blue do rag. The white man is wearing <laughs> white a <blue> man <laughs> is a sight to behold, let me tell you. He it looks is fucking ridiculous. He looks incredible. Like, you got that dude it looks like sugar ray. <laughs> Like, come, he looks my, like sugar come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Exactly. You my butterfly, sugar, like, baby. He, 
it's crazy. Um, like there's like one black dude who looks like Huel from Breaking Bad, <laughs> just walking behind him. He looks like fucking King Mabel. God, it's yeah, like, like Viscera. Like this flashback shows that like Flint is like a star athlete in high yeah, school. Yeah, he was a fucking stud, and was like dating one of the cheerleaders. Uh, so they were hooking up at this sleazy motel. And uh, Vic comes in. He's like, "Hey, man! Oh shit! Oh, Flint, you gotta help me, man! Oh shit! Can I come in here?" He's like, "No, fucking Marcy is naked. No, you cannot come inside. Give me a minute." He's like, "I got some gambling debts. They're gonna kill me if I don't pay up, man. I think this is the mob, man." He's like, "Why the fuck are you gambling with the mob? What are you doing?" And he's like, "That's where the money is, man. I got I owe them so much money. I, I need you to Flint, Vic." Flint, I need you to throw the next couple of games, man. We're favored heavily to win. If we lose, the guys I owe money to can clean up. He's like, mob guys bet on high school games? He still bet on fa- how fast paint dries, man. This backstory for Sandman being established. Which, by the way, I, it's never talked about. The Sandman also has fucking Norman Osborn waves. Yeah. he's 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 He is wavy as hell. Um, <laughs> he, like... So Flint takes a dive for him uh, to save his friend. This is a, an element of this character that is never explored. Flint Marco is the kind of guy who would throw away his future to save his friend's life. And he, in my life, he goes like from that point on, it was I was pretty much screwed because like they show like after that he was just a criminal. Yeah. Yeah, so they can get the money together to pay off Vic's debts. Uh, And then he gets fucking arrested for aggravated assault, three counts of theft. Uh, And then, because he doesn't snitch on Vic, they send him to Rikers. And then he meets his dad in Rikers playing basketball. And then befriends his dad. Yeah. And that's when he starts going by Flint Marco. Yeah, that moment he he stops being Flint Baker and becomes Flint Marco. Because his name is originally William Baker, but then everybody calls him Flint because he takes the name of that teacher he had a crush on, which is mm-hmm. nuts. Which is nuts as a thing to do. Yeah, and like he wasn't even a legal adult. Just going about yeah, my name is Flint. Yeah, like no one checked him on it. Like all right, William. Like no, it's Flint. Like okay, my bad. Damn. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, but he he does his time in prison. Like he kind of has some kind of a friendship with his dad, and yeah, he becomes like his dad's fucking sidekick. They start fucking playing checkers together in jail. Uh, then his dad gets out. Yeah, and he's like, "Fuck, I want to be with my dad," and so he runs away from jail, ends up in Georgia. The accident that happens. Um, the accident happens and gives him his powers. Uh, he gets back to New York to tell Marcy. Marcy is now fucking Vic. And which he goes off. Th- this is... I, it just clicked in my head. This is so close to the fucking plot of Yakuza 1. <laughs> Kiryu goes to jail. For those of you who never played Yakuza, this is not a spoiler because it's the first thing that happens in the first Yakuza game. Kiryu goes to jail for uh, for Nishiki. 
then uh, he gets out of jail. Nishiki has taken over everything and is also like moved in on the girl that they were both in love with. And it's like, you fucking dick. <laughs> I went to jail for you and you. this is how you treat me? I did a dime for you. Um, Nishiki, or Nishiki, God, now I'm thinking about Yakuza. Uh, so Sandman almost kills them and is like, then decides not to. Uh, and then, then he becomes, he busts his dad out of jail. And this is that thing he was talking about earlier. It's like, I thought you died on Coney Island. Um, so Spider-Man tries to take, uh, tries to take Flint back to jail and then uh, they're fighting, and the the fucking roller coaster at Coney Island goes off the track, and it looks like it hits Floyd. Sandman freaks out, uses all the sand on the beach to become a fucking kaiju, and is going to throw the Ferris wheel at Spider Man. Also, it starts raining. This is in a thunderstorm. Lightning hits the uh, lightning hits the the Ferris wheel and blows him up because sand is a conductor. Um, and he uh, another good, really fucking, really great monologue here. He's like, my whole life came down to that moment, a life of just trying to make a difference to help people to get respect, and none of it seemed to matter. And I screamed, why, why me? Why can't anything I do matter? And I got my answer from on high, because somebody up there hates you. And then it's revealed that Peter saved, threw out uh, a web cushion that saved Floyd. Uh, and uh, Floyd's just like, nope, I had no fucking clue who that guy was. That was crazy. Who was a bum? Yep. Yep. And then the last shot we get is Sandman uh, turning himself into a statue or onto a, into a giant sound castle on the beach. And a kid gets spooked and runs away. Then we uh, get... But, uh, oh, go ahead. The saddest story of all time. Yes! The um, saddest Spider-Man story ever written. No words. No words well, until the end. Words. Yeah, it's yep. the, the only words are at the end. There's this little girl named Leah. Uh, this little homeless girl named Leah who loves Spider-Man. She has, like, in, in the box that she lives in, she has a shrine to Spider-Man built. Like, it's just a bunch right. of pictures of him from the newspaper. With, like, she, like, kisses a picture of Spider-Man and then goes to sleep underneath a bunch of newspapers with pictures of Spider-Man on it. Um, she has, like, a dream of, like, swinging with him around New York City with Thor and Iron Man. And then Peter finds her, and he's like... She was she was already unconscious when I came across her. God, I must have swung past that alley a hundred times. Maybe if I'd noticed her sooner. She had newspaper clips or clippings of me, tons. And um, obviously, you meant something to her. But even you can't be anywhere, be everywhere, says the nurse or the doctor. She says, "Do you even know her name?" She had a necklace tucked under her shirt. It said Leah on it. And Peter says, "If you can hear me, Leah, sweet dreams," and kisses her on the cheek. And then we see in her dream where she is swinging around on his back as they fly off into the sun. And that's how this ends. Yeah, that, that's like the last thing in, in this little trade paperback. Trade paperback. And um, 
to loop it back to the Sandman thing, one thing that uh, we kind of skipped over, which is my favorite thing of this little story. He mentions how after he chooses to not kill Vic and his ex, it's like, um, basically, he was like, I needed uh, enemies who were good enough for me. And he just, like, talks about Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like, I need... How I... Uh, he's like, I needed enemies that were big enough for me. And I found yeah. one. Like, which adds uh, a pretty decent element to their effort because, like, Flint doesn't hate Spider-Man. They just, like, fight a lot. Yeah. Like, they just, like, run into each other, but Flint's, like... Yeah, they just are kind of diametrically opposed. Yep. Like, like, like he really is his Clayface. Yes. And like they did with Clayface, they could absolutely just have Sandman flip. Yep, which, uh, they they should, because Sandman fucking rules. Um, but yeah, that is... Back in Black. That is the the, the Back in Black trade... This leads directly into One More Day, which leads into Brand New Day, uh, which, controversial, to say the least. I don't know anyone who wouldn't say that One More Day slash Brand New Day is a pretty grim time to be a fan of Spider-Man. And, like, the worst part is, is they're written great, because, again, Straczynski is fucking incredible. But it's a story that he didn't want to write. It's a story yeah. that Joe Quesada made him write. Yeah. But we did get that really good little arc where fucking Hammerhead is terrifying. Yeah. Well, like, the thing is like about any Spider-Man villain is if you think about them long enough, it's like, oh, no, that dude is scary as shit, actually. Like, yeah, but, um, that dude is fucked up. Like, Sandman is terrifying. There's that one, com- that one comic, it's like a what-if story, where Sandman just... Fly, like, puts the entirety of himself inside Peter's mouth and kills him from the inside. God. It's so yeah. fucking scary. It's so absolutely free. like it freaks me out. Yeah, but yeah, Back in Black was pretty much the end of Spider-Man continuity as we know it. Yes, because everything it all, was reset. It all here. got fucked up after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. everything. Because they did this, and then they did the thing where Doctor Strange did the spell so that nobody knew that he was Peter, which led to, and me and Monet talked about this on uh, Player Advantage uh, recently, there's that recent story where uh, Felicia is like, hey, Spider, I need to know who you are, but I don't anymore. And I don't mean like in a metaphorical sense, like, I mean like, I used, I remember you. I remember that we were close, but I can't picture your face. I don't even know your real name because Peter forgot that he didn't, in that now that things are altered, he never told Felicia who he is. Um, There's like, like, like some nuggets of like really good shit. Yeah, we <laughs> brand new day, but my god, it's just my favorite thing about such all a that. weird book. Yeah, it's a it's a mess. Uh, my favorite thing about all that is in an issue of New Avengers, Peter and Jessica Drew are sitting up on a rooftop, like staking something out. I don't remember what for, but they're staking something out, and Jessica uh, uh, or Peter says to her, "Is this a date?" And she goes, "Fucking what? Aren't you married?" He's no. Weren't you? <laughs> no. Because for some reason, she can kind of remember it. Yeah. Because I think she wasn't on Earth at the time. 
yeah, she wasn't around when the spell happened. Mm-hmm. So she's kind of like aware of like how she used to be. Yeah, but like vaguely, it, but she's it, not sure because she didn't really know him that well. Mm-hmm. But she knew he was married. He's like, fucking what? Yeah. No, I was never married. Yeah, but that's uh, in like Peter, like back to just being a. Because uh, to briefly talk about the other really quick. Yeah. Um. Basically, Peter dies at some point, and his you like his make a long very funny story short he basically like accepts the spider part of him and he becomes part human part spider so he, like he gets stronger he gets the little spider stingers um and then brand new day happens and that never happens so he's just back to being like he's weaker he doesn't have his stingers anymore he's just like a human with spider dna instead of being half human half spider like he right. was for a long time yeah, like they just like really just like at the square one with him, right? Big yeah. time, like his his like status as Spider Man, almost his fucking relationships. Like, how old? Like, is he even the same age? No, I think point? he's supposed to be maybe a little bit younger. But I think when they introduce Cindy, Cindy, I think is explicitly stated to be like thirty one, thirty two. Yeah. Um. Yeah, they they age him down a little bit. They they do, they just make a lot of slight changes. But actually, the the handy thing is, however old we think Jessica uh, Jessica Jones is, is how old Peter Parker is. Because they Peter Parker, Jessica Jones, and Cindy Moon all went to high school together. Um, and yeah, like just to briefly talk before we wrap this up, because we're I th- we I specifically said we can't run three hours like me and Will did. Uh, we're coming yeah, up yeah, on like that mark. That. Um, Peter, there's a lot of little things that happen, uh, coming out of this that I think are fun. So in that new Avengers run, Peter, um, like I said, that Peter, Luke, Danny team, Peter, Luke, Danny, and I want to say Clint are sitting around a table and because now that his history has been altered, they don't remember who he is. And so they go, hey, uh, you know who all of us are, but we don't know who you are, and we got to trust you. He goes, oh, right, shit, I forgot that you guys don't know anymore. So he takes his mask off, and he's like, hey, I'm Peter Parker. And Jessica Drew, or Jessica Jones, fucking pops. She goes, oh, my God, I knew you sounded familiar. He's like, what, what the fuck? Yeah, what do you like, mean? it's revealed that Jessica Jones had a huge crush on Peter. They were, they sat together, like, they were fucking lab partners in high school chemistry, like as sophomores in high school. And she's like, yeah, I had a huge crush on you. And he's like, oh, right, you were the girl who went into the coma and we didn't see again until after school. Um, and when he tells, he tells, or when she says, I had a huge crush on you, Luke Cage turns all the way around, the, the far way around. Instead of turning his head like right to her, he like turns counterclockwise to look at her and goes you what yeah he cannot believe it he 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 kind of side eyes peter like what the fuck do you want from me it was 15 years ago luke is like ready to like beat his ass it's like, like what do like, you she doesn't have a crush on me now relax yep, like it like it's, it's just the image of like luke cage and like a wife beater 
<laughs> just like, just like ready to square up on with Spider Man. Outdated Spider Man is hilarious, but yeah, um, that, that, that happened. Then I just kind of want to gush about that new Avengers run. Uh, we get that joke where um, the Dark Avengers are around, uh, set up by Norman Osborn, and um, they're they're looking and they're like, okay, so who's who? Because they've got a fake version of everyone. And so, like, the Spider-Man is Venom in disguise. Uh, and um, I don't remember who's supposed to be Miss Marvel, but they get to Wolverine, and it's Dokken. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's, it's Akihiro, and he goes, he, Peter looks at Logan, and he goes, who's the you they got? And he's like, oh, it's my kid. And, like... They all stop. It, like it's a couple beats of silence, and the Peter goes, "You've had, had sex, sex? yeah." <laughs> <laughs> it's just like and like because because Peter's mask is always so emotive. Yeah, like, you could see him just look dumbfounded even with the mask on. <laughs> like he's, he's like a, what? He's like not even doing a bit. He's like I cannot fathom the idea of someone fucking you. Yeah, like you've had sex. Like and like, he says it like multiple times. <laughs> he uh, does not come off it. He's just like, wow. Yeah. That okay. Guy, yeah. Somebody's we, dead. I, I might have to come back on for that. Yeah. Just oh yeah. Ooh, that's a good yes, book. Yes. Absolutely. That's, that's a, a good ass book. I read that book again yeah. in a heartbeat. Well, that was why people were so excited when Bendis took over the X Men because Bendis saved the Avengers from being the shittiest. Oh yeah. Like. That, the Avengers had been canceled for years. Like they weren't writing Avengers stories. And then Bendis took over the book, and he put Spider-Man and Wolverine on the team. It was like, oh, wait, this is the greatest. Because that team yeah, originally is Cap, uh, it's Cap, Luke, Peter, Logan, and I want to say, I want to say Stark is on the team at first. And then it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Cap, H, Spider-Man, Wolverine, and Sentry, I think? I know the Sentry joins at some point, but I don't remember if he's there at first. I think he's one of the founders, yeah. That like that team is kind of nuts, and then it's great. <laughs> Luke Cage buys Avengers Mansion for a dollar. It's yeah. he also, <laughs> that's secretly a Luke Cage book. This is not a Luke Cage episode. We're running on two forty-five here, but Luke Cage oh, fucking yeah. punts Elektra at one point. Yeah, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, that uh, if anyone, if you're listening to this, if you want to read like a good new Avengers run, like post, like there's a lot of good teams, like the fucking the post, the Secret Invasion team, like Bucky, yeah. Mockingbird, Miss Marvel, Spider Woman, Power Woman, oh, like New Avengers is a good book. Yeah, like, if yeah, you want that's... a good team up book to read, pick up any run of New ben, Avengers. Yeah, pick up read. Like any of Bendis's stuff on Avengers, because it's all good. Yep. And um, Dark Avengers is pretty good too. Dark Avengers is good too, yeah. Uh, but th- this has been a fun two, almost three hours. Um, I I love that story that we read, especially th- that Leah part is so good. It's God. like I, it is. I it's just a it few pages. I also forgot it was there. I was totally blindsided by it. It's only a few pages. That is in um, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man Annual... It's Annual 1? I mean, yeah, I think it's Annual 1. Scroll oh, the one or two. 
But yeah, this like is after the honestly, if you want just like a really fun Spider-Man book, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man is great. Um, just don't look too hard into like Peter David as a person, cause that it guy's is. that guy's fucked. He got some stuff. Yep. Yeah. 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 He went let's on just a, this whole exist. rant once that was just it's fucked up. Boom, boom, different a little era. bit. Yeah, this is Friendly Neighborhood Sp- Spider-Man Annual Number One. But despite all that, yeah, Back in Black, one of the best ones of all time. Uh, Friendly Neighborhood run right after it. It's really good. And like, uh, if you if you're curious, check out Brand New Day. Yeah, there is some good stuff in that book. Because One More Day God. is the last story, last Spider-Man story written by J. Michael Straczynski. Um, because yeah. he he leaves after this and uh fucking one way to go out and i i don't remember yeah, who takes over for him after that i think i think actually i'd have to check but i think that's where slots run starts 2000, I think so. 2008 yeah. cuz then slot, slot wrote, guggenheim gale and and, and wells are yeah. all a part of brand new day yeah, because Slot takes over, and then Slot wrote Peter from, like, 2008 to, like, 2017 or something like that. Yep. Like, it's right. it's the long—he— I know that Slot wrote 616 Peter longer than anyone else had ever written him. Because— um, uh, I know Bendis wrote, writes 616—or 1610 Peter from, um, from 2000 to, like, 2011. I know that the longest tenure of any writer, uh, writer, artist combination in Marvel history is, um, is Bendis and Bagley on Ultimate Spider-Man because they wrote it together for that was like a, over a hundred issues of those two together. Yeah, it ones too. That's another one that y'all should read if you have. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's a good one to come back on. Um, but anyway, um, oh, yeah. before we sit here for another fifteen minutes just talking about shit. Uh, thank y'all Absolutely. for joining us. Thank you, Manny, uh, for joining me for this. Uh, we'll definitely have to any opportunity again. to talk about Back in Black. I will take it. As yeah. soon as you asked me, I didn't even hesitate. I was like, yeah, about yeah. Black I think Black. yeah. Like you're. I was like, hey, what do you want to do? And you're like Back in Black. Okay. Um, like instantly. So I actually, for the first time, I've got it set in stone of what the next episode is going to be. Our next episode will be featuring our friend Gary. Uh, talking they about don't. Avengers versus X Men. Uh, if you want to hear a man shit talk Tony Stark, <laughs> that will be the episode for you. Yeah, yeah, because Gary hates Stark more than I do. Uh, yeah, which is impressive. Yeah, uh, but thank you all for listening. Thank you for joining me on this, uh, and we will catch you next time. Have a good one.